the height bend, and they didn't get the block, but Ferry fields it in the 34. 35, 40, it's a block, 45, midfield, he's got the through. Oh, he's got it on the 30, the 20, the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. No flags on the field, and Ferry breaks it all the way. The crowd is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up, and the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory, while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z92.5 sports guy, Ted Fattel. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Castle Game of the Week. You are listening in live from Phil Marazita Field here in Lansing, Michigan, as the Waverly Warriors host the St. John's Red Wings in a first-round Division Three matchup. We're coming to you coast-to-coast, coast, live on Z925.com and TuneIn Radio, right here on the Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network. The opening kickoff and start of tonight's game right around the corner, but first, here's Jared Fattel. Filling in for Bart Matthews with our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do as good of a job as Bart, but I'll do my best filling in. Uh, Applebee Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Cellular Connection, Fast Eddie's, Graham's Accounting, KP Auto Body, McKenzie and Crosby Insurance, Three Point Podcast. I think that's a pretty dang good sponsor, but I do so say so myself. <laughs> Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank. Mid-State Sales and Service, Postal Connections, Sports Scene, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Bu- Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, you know, Jared, uh, you know, you're, you're starting off your broadcasting career. This is your first taste of playoff football on the microphone. Uh, feel a little excitement. You got the crispness in the air. We've got a nice field over here at Waverly and ready for a pretty good matchup, I think. It really is a pretty good matchup. If you just looked at the the records, you might not think so, but St. John's is playing a really tough schedule and so is Waverly, so I think it's a really good matchup between these two teams that if they win tonight, they might be able to make some noise in the next couple rounds. Of course, this is uh, the COVID season. A, mu- a number of teams have opted out, including the Owasso Trojans. Uh, they had a case of COVID on the team uh, just yesterday, I believe, was uh, revealed, and they had to forfeit their game tonight against Williamston, and that's just one of uh, quite a few first-round games that are not going to happen. Yeah, I've noticed that usually these forfeitures are either by causation or correlation. I'm not sure. It seems to be the teams that are kind of severely outmatched. So at least that's one positive look at where it's a loss. It wasn't like they were poised for a big playoff run or something where at least... That's some consolation. Yeah, like we talked about on our way over, some of the seniors. I, I think they only had six or eight seniors on that yeah. team. You know, they don't they don't get a chance to play that last game under the lights. We'll have a little bit, bit more further pregame information, but we do have a couple of sponsors that are uh, helping sponsor some awards we're giving away, don't we? Yep, the drive of the game is brought to you by young Chevrolet Cadillac BMG GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes, drive on, drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Uh, and then the player of the game. The player of the game tonight is brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, and three hot takes. And we're two of the three, right? Two of the three. Two two of the only uh, siblings on the podcast. <laughs> a little bit of a, a monkey in the middle situation there. Not, not actually siblings, but related. We'll give you that. 
Hey, the nerves are going right now. That's all right, man. Well, we're going to have some fun with this one, Jared. And uh, we'll tell everybody a little bit about the uh, action last week. St. John's picked up their second win on the season, a 14-6 win over Alpina, who traveled all the way down to the Mint City. Caleb Teeples had a nice game, throwing a six-yard touchdown pass, and he also returned an interception, 30 yards for a touchdown to lead the Wings to that win. Waverly, pretty excited about this squad this year. They downed Kalamazoo Loy Norix 44-6 to even their regular season record at 3-3. Three three. Jacoby Respris, Nate Cole, and Blake Johnson each had rushing touchdowns for the Warriors. Johnson had a couple of picks and a touchdown on defense, while Respris recovered a fumble and added a defensive score for Waverly. So I truly do believe, looking at the records, looking at the rosters, the coaching, I mean, I think we should see a, a good game here. Definitely better than uh, your play-by-play debut last week. <laughs> Both on the field and in the booth, I think it should be a better uh, production. So the Waverly Warriors are on the field in front of their bench area first, wearing their black uniforms, all black pants, socks, jerseys, helmets, with just the bright yellow numbers. I like that. Yep, I know, I do too. I'm not going to lie. It is a little bit harder than you think doing play-by-play, getting the numbers uh, right. But I love them because they're Moneyball, which is a company that just started right here in Lansing. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. They're the ones kind of taken off, honestly. They sponsor that big tr- basketball tournament, right? Moneyball? Yep, yep, the Moneyball tournament. And I believe it was the head coach of Lansing Everett basketball team that sort of started it and he ended up kind of taking off so well that it's basically his full-time job now. Just goes to show you what a little entrepreneurship will do. You know, uh, the, the one that I always look back on is uh, the Gus Macker basketball tournaments. The guy that started that, I mean, he had, it, yep. had a hoop up in his driveway, you know, and had a little tournament in Duran, Michigan with some of his buddies, and it just evolved into the premier three-on-three tournament. And, I mean, I wonder how much money Scott McNeil made throughout the years. It is pretty crazy because that's something that not only it kind of translates past, honest, it seems like outside of Michigan and past generations. Oh, it does. People, when you think of a three-on-three tournament, the first thing that comes to your mind, it's almost like the new term for three-on-three is just Gus, Gus Macker. Macker. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, it was a lot of fun playing back in the day when I could still play. But uh, we're here on a crisp and cool Friday evening in Michigan, because of the COVID regulations, we were forced out in front of the press box. Really not too bad a setup for us here. You know, it's going to be a little chilly before we're all said and done. You may have to help me down from the bleachers when this is over, as my knees, I'm sure, will be frozen and locked up. But uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. St. John's now makes their way out of the tunnel. They're wearing the white jerseys, black pants, and black helmets. And we're almost ready for some playoff football. Before we get to uh, some spots at the studios, let's let you listen to a couple of commercials right here at the stadium. Speaking of uh, being cool, uh, Victory Heating and Cooling serving all of Michigan is proud to feature train heating and or train, excuse me, and cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling featuring train project products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit victoryheatingandcooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Tonight's game is also brought to you by Tony Young and the entire Young family. Salute all of mid-Michigan, excuse me, Tony Young, Cadillac, and Owasso. All mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school football sports on Z92.5 The Castle. And with that, let's go back to the studios because I don't think they're going to take a break here. So listen to a few words back at the castle. We'll be back with tonight's kickoff and starting lineups. 
It's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student athletes in the news. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. In the campaign for U.S. Senate, the ads supporting John James are so deceitful, broadcast stations had to pull them off the air because they were completely false. Independent fact-checkers have said the attacks on Gary Peters' attendance are untrue. The fact is, Gary's attendance in the Senate is 99.2%. Nonpartisan groups have named Gary Peters one of the most bipartisan and effective senators. And no U.S. senator has written and passed more legislation than Gary Peters over the last two years. But most important for Michigan, Gary Peters has been battling for us, taking on the big drug companies to lower the cost of medicine. Peters even passed a new law to make generic drugs more affordable. And no one has fought harder against the insurance companies to protect coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. Especially in this pandemic, Peters is a leader who understands that your health care matters. That's Gary Peters, a hands-on senator getting results for you. I'm Gary Peters, candidate for Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Peters for Michigan. Well, we're back here at Marazita Field, and it is St. John's uh, coming out aggressive, Jared. They won the toss, elected to receive, so they will get the ball first. They'll start up front. The tackles, Chris Prince, a 220-pound senior, along with, on the other side, Brandon Pettigrew, 165-pound 12th grader. The guards are Ethan Gibson and Brad Burnash. Snapping the ball would be Braylon Thalen. At a wide receiver, will be Gabe Cleland. On a tight end, Ryan Dimmick. He's only a freshman getting the nod tonight. In the backfield, will be Brock Miller with his 660 yards in six games and three touchdowns leading the way. He's joined back there by Bryce Stoddard and Aiden Conaval. Caleb Teeples will be the quarterback. He has... Uh, in the air, 23 out of 58 for four touchdown passes on the season. Defensively for Waverly, the Warriors 3-3 three and three on the season. Up front, they'll go with Manny Cole and Cameron Johnson at the ends. Joe Botello and Ramon DeHulbes at the t inside tackles. Three linebackers, 
Blake Johnson, Jacoby Respris, and Zanel Joseph. And in the umbrella secondary, Isaiah Pizzo, Carl Pollard, Ty Miller, and Martavion Robinson. Let's kick it off, right, Jared? I'm looking forward to just watching the clash of styles tonight. When you have St. John's, the classic wing T team, and then you have Waverly, a little bit more speed on the perimeter, and they're running the spread. Here's the kick by Noah Harrington. And the St. John's player slips down. It goes in the end zone on the touchback. So it'll be the Red Wings' first and 10 from their own 20. Bex, Bex Trailer Superstore sells more aluminum trailers than any other dealer in America. And the brand they trust is Legend Trailer. Bex has carried dozens of trailer brands over the years, and none of them stack up to the Legend Trailers, which are built right here in Michigan by Michigan workers. Stop into Bex to see the superior Legend quality firsthand, or give them, or give one of their trailer specials a call to learn more about why Legend is far and away Michigan's number one trailer brand. If you appreciate quality, value, and longevity, then you'll appreciate Bex Trailer Superstore and Legend Trailer. So the Red Wings break out of the huddle. They'll send Gabe Cleland over here on this side. Going right to left as we see it. Quick snap count. Pitch goes back to Miller. Comes left. Gets upfield for about a three or four yard gain. Brought down by Joey Botello and Blake Johnson there for the Warriors. Also, Ty Miller coming up from his strong safety position in on that tackle. Just underway here, Division Three high school football playoffs here, presented by the MHSAA. I'm Ted, the sports guy, with Jared Patel. Sandio back at the studios, keeping us on the air. Decent crowd here. They can bring in about up to 1,000 fans. It looks like they're at about that limit here on both sides tonight. Again, it'll be Cleland out this way, tight end on the other side. Split backfield. Quick dive play up the middle, and the ball carrier that time is smothered for no gain. It's interesting that St. John's elected to receive the ball. And usually uh, a lot of, what a lot of teams do is the first 10 or 15 plays or so are scripted. And, and but what, what happens is when you're St. John's in your offense that's not used to a third and long, like you got to wonder, are they going to have to kind of dive outside of that already? Yeah. Well, we'll see what head coach Andy Schmidt can dial up. There was no gain on that last carry. Jaden Noda in on the hit. So the Red Wings will send a wide receiver out this way. Third down in seven from their own 23. Long count. Finally, they take the snap. Peoples rolls to his right, getting some pressure, getting in trouble. Throws a pass up, incomplete at the far sideline. He was running for his life, had all kinds of pressure put on by Manny Cole from his defensive end position. So it's going to be three and out here for the Red Wings. Yeah, Cameron Johnson also came off the edge that time and got a lot of pressure, but good job by Peoples just getting rid of it. So it should, excuse me. So Waverly should get the ball in pretty good field position as the, they're two deep guys standing right around their own 45-yard line. The dangerous one, Martavion Robinson, the nearest to us, wearing the, the pink socks in reference to Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They have the big pink W in each end zone here for Waverly. Fourth down, they're going to go for it. They're showing it, but they're probably going to do a quick kick here. Two deep guys come up. Teeples takes a step, kicks it. Might have been partially blocked. Robinson looked like he touched it. It's on the field. He blocks a guy away, and it's finally Waverly recovering it at their own 45. So it will be Waverly hanging on to it. And uh, they'll have it offensively. Manny Cole will be a tackle along with Mike Butler. The guards are Joe Botello and Jaden Wood, or Jaden Woodard. Elijah Christensen will snap the ball. Isaiah Pizzo will be one wide receiver. On the other side, Dylan Durrett. In the backfield, Martavion Robinson and Carrion Gordon. Jacoby Respris also will be in that backfield. And the quarterback is Nate King Cole. Where's that number five? St. John's up front will go with Burnash and Williams at the, ta at the ends. 
Grandy and Prince the tackles, Crum, Conneville and Thalen the linebackers, and it's Nobach, Cleland, Stoddard, and Brock Miller the secondary. Here's the snap. Cole hands it off this time to number three getting the start. Blake Johnson. That looks like Cole kept it himself there and brought down for about a three-yard loss. So both teams starting off a little sluggishly here offensively. Blake Johnson on the carry. No, they are, and it's, that's, that's to be expected a little bit with the playoff game, especially with um, both these teams. Maybe didn't necessarily think they were going to be here with their records, but here they are due to COVID. Yeah. And Blake Johnson, it was corrected on that. The PA man fooled me there, but it was a handoff to Johnson for a two-yard loss. Now it's fumbled. It's on the field, but it looked like it bounced right up to the <laughs> the the ball carrier, Jacoby Respress, still on his feet. I mean, he couldn't have caught that any easier in, in stride. <laughs> kind of gave him like a little momentum boost almost when he lost it. It sped up a little bit to grab it. It did. Aiden, Aiden Conneville in on that tackle along with Braylon Thalen. But it'll bring up third down to about five. No score, 9.20 to go here in the first on Z92.5. Playoff action here for you on the radio worldwide. Got to think it's four, four down territory here for Waverly. Yeah, I would agree with you as they have the ball just in St. John's territory at the 49. Martavion Robinson way out on the far side. Cole, play action. Sets up a little swing pass out here this side. Quick receiver there. Carry on. Gordon has it. Has first down yardage across the 40, all the way down to the 30-yard line of St. John's. Finally brought down by Bailey Nobach. Also number 58 was there. Braylon Thielen. Tackle by 58. Reminded me a lot of like uh, Drew Brees and Elvin Kamara, where it's just kind of like last second, just throws it all to the flat, and the running back ends up making a huge play out of it. Yeah, good call there. Yeah, it was kind of almost like slow motion, wasn't it? <laughs> the defensive backs uh, took a long time adjusting to that play, but a nice run after the catch there by Carrion Gordon. Martavian Robinson way out of the far side. The, another receiver over here on the near side, going left to right. First and 10 from the 30. High snap. It's picked up finally by the quarterback, Cole. Throws a pass up, incomplete. The nearest one there was uh, guard Jaden Woodward, but it's incomplete. A good job and good athleticism by Nate Cole that time, just picking it up and unloading it. A couple of good bounces for Waverly on these fumbles. Yeah, they have. Avoided disaster twice. No score here early on, 8.32 to go in the first. Second down and 10, the Warriors. They have it at the St. John's 30-yard line. We'll try to keep you up to date as we go along with some of the other games in the area. I know a lot of our Corona Cavalier fans want to know what's going on over there. Of course, we have every team that is not out due to COVID or forfeiture in action tonight. Second 10, man in motion away from us. Cole hands it off this time to number 12, James Tolbert, trying to get around the corner on the left side. Brock Miller comes up and wraps him up. Also, there was linebacker Aiden Conneval. St. John's throughout time always known for pursuing the football and being very strong. Yeah, they're always disciplined, and Coach Andy Schmidt basically took over the mantle and has kept the sort of the same you know offense, same traditions, same disciplines that we've seen for St. John's for years. Yeah, I didn't want to make any major changes taken over by, for, by the legendary Dave Maragy, but uh, as we go along, I think we're going to see a little bit more spread offense by the Red Wings as some of Schmidt's players come through the youth program. Two wideouts this way, a couple of wideouts the other way. Waverly spreading things out, third and 12 from the 32 of St. John's. Man coverage by the Red Wings, and we're going to get a flag. Too much time here going to go against Waverly, so send them back five more yards. Flagging offense, five-yard penalty. 
How about that? We got the refs mic'd up over here at Waverly. I like that <laughs> at the impressive. high school level. It is. I, I think that might be a first for me, to be honest. I think that's Ed Hockley down there uh, <laughs> doing double duty at the high school level tonight. <laughs> Wow. Third the only ref you know, I'm pretty sure. That's the only one I know. Well, you're exactly. Well, I think his son now does games. I, <laughs> there was another hockey league I know that's been doing some NFL games this year. But, yeah, he's the one I know. But, heck, referees in basketball, I go all the way back to Mendy Rudolph. You wouldn't even have a clue who that is. I think it's a, it's usually bad when you know a ref's name. Jim <laughs> that's, Joyce. That's very true. So, third and long here for Waverly. No score. Cole, back to throw, has time, steps up in the pockets, tipped up in the air, nearly picked off by St. John's, but incomplete. Brock Miller tipped it. It almost was disastrous as it went up in the air, and a Waverly player was close. It really was. It almost would have been better if he would have just let it go, but right. Brock Miller's one heck of a safety. You hear a lot about him as a running back, but I think where you're going to see him mostly at the next level, and especially where he really makes his present fellow is on the defensive end, that safety. Yeah, I think so. Good ball player for sure, the leader of this Red Wing team. Fourth down and six. 17. Waverly going to go for it here as they have it in St. John's territory at the 37-yard line. Beautiful, chilly evening for the football, but this is football weather, man. I'm not going to lie, my feet are already getting a little bit cold. So <laughs> I double-dipped on the socks tonight. Here's Cole, back to throw. Throws a high one down this sideline. It's up in the air, some hand fighting, and I think they're going to call a penalty against St. John's. The safety over there, it was Dylan Durrett on the uh, try. There was some contact. I don't know, Jared. It looked a little bit like some some hand fighting by both players from here. You hate to see a penalty on, like, a desperation throw like that, but I think it definitely was pass interference. I think textbook pass interference call right there. Now, it's not in high school level. Let's see if I got my rule right. It was fourth and 17, so I think it's still going to be fourth down. 15-yard penalty. Repeat fourth. Yeah, fourth and two. How about that? It took a whole season for me to learn that rule. It's, the rules on every level, all the rules are different for so, college, yep. high school, and NFL. So it's hard to keep track. So we got fourth and two now. Waverly from the St. John's 22-yard line. And even seven minutes on the digital scoreboard. Nate Cole takes a snap. High snap. He keeps it. I think he's going to be sacked. He laterals it back. Not a bad move. But St. John's is going to get it any way you slice it. They're going to get credited for a fumble recovery. So the Red Wings get the ball. No score. We've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action. But why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good, good sportsmanship. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You know, I think a little jitters there for Waverly. You know, their first home playoff appearance here ever at this field. And, uh, you know, they had some good things on that drive and some bad things. Wow. Yeah, pretty sloppy start. Just kind of a lot of really good plays by a few individual players, honestly. So no score. St. John's with the ball. Quick pitch back to Brock Miller. He breaks one tackle, takes it up to the 35 or 6. Got about five or six on that carry. Finally brought down by Jacoby Respris. He was close to breaking that one almost. He was. Manny Cole also in on that tackle, but a nice six-yard dash that time by Brock Miller. Miller, as I mentioned, 660 yards on the season, three touchdowns. They'll look at second down now and four. It hasn't been quite uh, as statistic field season as he had last year when he was a senior, but that's because everyone's keying on him. Right. Well, here's a handoff. Aiden Conneval 
tries to take it up the middle and nothing doing there as the Waverly front wall was there. DeHulibus, Botello was there, Blake Johnson and Zanel Joseph all in on that tackle for Waverly. Now, let me test you, young man. A couple famous alumni from Waverly. Can you name any? The only, pl the only player I know from Waverly is Kel Fomby. That's because I played AAU basketball with him. All right, let me send you a blast from the past. John Smoltz, a Lansing Waverly warrior. You know who he is. Musan Muhammad, who is a standout for Michigan State, played pro ball, I believe, for the Panthers. So a couple legendary players. Here's a handoff in St. John's on the inside trap to the flanker, Bryce Stoddard. No gain there. So it's back to fourth down now. Fourth down and four from their own 36-yard line. St. John's, 5.20 to go here in this scoreless first quarter. Just haven't been able to get absolutely anything going on offense. Just two three and outs right off the start. Well, like we talked about, a good matchup coming in. Well, Red Wings not showing punt, and this just might be their strategy as they do. They want to make sure nobody, none of the dangerous yeah, return guys go deep. See, Teeple steps back now. He's going to punt it. Here's a high punt. Nobody deep for Waverly. Bounces a couple of times and goes across the 30 to about the 27. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. So it'll be Waverly with the ball, this scoreless tie. 4.45 to go in the first. If I'm Waverly, I'm going to keep trying this corner up here closest to us with Dylan Durrett. He's got quite a size advantage. So Waverly with it. Nate Cole out of the shotgun, a little pistol actually. Hands it off this time. I believe that's on Gordon comes back against the green, brings it up to about the 35-yard line. So a nice seven-yard carry that time. Braylon Thalen was there along with Bryce Stoddard for the Red Wings. Gordon is pretty electric with the ball. The last couple times he's had, he's made a few guys miss each time. Yeah, he's got some breakaway speed, and I would uh, definitely key on him a little bit as we go along. 4.20 here to go in the first quarter. No score over here in Lansing Waverly's football field. Marizita field to be exact. Wide out each way, going left to right. Waverly with it. They hand it off to the fullback this time. He bounces off the first would-be tackler. He looks like a human bowling ball as he carries it. Jacoby Respress takes it around the right corner. Jacoby looks Respress like he's going to be close to first down yardage. And the referees say, yeah, he got it. Move the chains. And number two. Well, he's a little bit of a load to bring down, isn't he? <laughs> he is, but he's going to fall forward pretty much every time he carries. He's got some heavy duty. Kind of felt like a little like NFL running back. Yes, he bit. is. So he comes out for a breather. In for him goes Blake Johnson. They'll send a man out this way now. James Tolbert. They got a receiver on the far side, going left to right. That guy comes in motion this way. They'll hand it him on the jet sweep, Martavian Robinson. Might have coughed the ball up at the near sideline here. There's a scramble for the ball. St. John's is saying they have it. I don't know. I haven't seen the ref call yet. It's right in front of the Waverly bench. If I'm Waverly, I'm screaming it's ours, but it's not. St. John's 
recovers, recovers the football. I can't believe that ball didn't go out of bounds. Unbelievable. Looked like Braylon Thalen might have fallen on that ball, either him or Bailey, Bailey Nobach. Nobach. Yep. Yep. So we'll credit Nobach with that recovery. You're right. I don't know how that stayed in bounds. So it's back to St. John's. 3.20 to go here in this first. Waverly's been pretty loose with the ball thus far. Yeah, they have. And like I said, I think there's definitely some jitters going on. St. John's is a playoff-tested uh, program. You know, maybe not all the kids have a lot of that playoff experience, but they've been to the games. They've, they've seen them under the lights, you know. And it's a program. Mm -hmm. So G Gabe Cleland goes out on the far side, split backfield for Teeples. Caleb. Takes a step, hands it off to Brock Miller. Miller looking for somewhere to go. Cuts back up the middle. Takes it to about the 42-yard uh, line. Yeah, you have to wonder if St. John's experience in the playoffs last year is going to be a big benefactor tonight. And it definitely looks like Waverly's had a little bit of nerves thus far. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit of a factor, especially early on. Joe Patello was in on that last tackle for the Warriors. No score. First quarter clock winding down. We're down to 2 minutes and 52 seconds. Second down and seven. St. John's with it. They have it at the Waverly 42-yard line. Teeples takes a step. Quick pitch to Miller trying to get around the right corner. Cuts back against the grain now. Has an opening at the 35, the 30. Still on his feet at the 20. Finally hauled down by Carl Pollard and Ty Miller. But there's the Brock Miller that we're used to seeing. He just followed his blockers about 10 yards up the field and cut it back against the grain. Nice slash. Yeah, he's really shifty. He reminds me a lot of a little bit like Christian McCaffrey almost with kind of how he runs and his quick cuts. Yeah. So it gives the Red Wings a first and 10 near the red zone. Ball just shy of the 20-yard line. In fact, the point of the football might be at the 20-yard line of Waverly. St. John's going right to left, south to north here at the complex. Located in the kind of in the Delta Township area here of Lansing. Both ends tight, split backfield here for the Red Wings. Here's the handoff. It goes to Aiden Conaval, and Conaval surges to about the 15-yard line. To Hildas and uh, Zanel Joseph, the first couple Warriors there, along with Blake Johnson. Have to wonder if all it took for St. John's to kind of get their offense rolling is just one big play. Yeah. And they've had some breaks here. Warriors have been uh, bobbling the ball around. They've kept a couple that they dropped, but this last turnover might lead directly to a touchdown. And keep in mind, we have a drive of the game to give away. This could be it. We just got to keep an eye on that. Split backfield. I'm giving you that duty, Jared. <laughs> I may check that later, though. <laughs> here is Miller. Gets the handoff. Gets close to the 10. Should have enough for the first down yardage. Number 61 was there for Waverly. Zanel Joseph. And the ball is right on the 10-yard line. Ty Miller was also there. Now, to me, I think I should be... Oh, now they kicked the ball back a little bit. The referee couldn't make up his mind, so it's going to be just short of the first down. 11-yard line, 30 inches. So third down and real short. Third and inches. Ball at, uh, we'll call it the 11, but it's essentially the 10. We're under a minute to go here in the first quarter. Quick moving first quarter from Waverly. Split backfield. Peoples with it. Quarterback sneak. Good call there. He has a first down and Morris. He gets pushed all the way up to the five-yard line. That's when you can just tell kind of who's winning the line of scrimmage battles. If you can do a quarterback sneak when you pretty much know it's coming. You can still gain five yards. Not a good sign for Waverly. Right. So Waverly's got to dig in defensively up the middle right now. St. John's will just keep pounding it at him. 
clock stopped temporarily but started back up with 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Caleb Teeples, the 6'180 180-pound senior quarterback, goes to the sideline, gets the call from Coach Andy Schmidt, now brings it back to the huddle. This will probably be the last play of the first quarter unless they score or we have a penalty. Here's uh, Teeples, play action, looking in the end zone, rolls to his right, has time, finally unloads it, it's in the air, it's in the end zone, incomplete. A St. John's player had a chance at it. It was a Waverly player there. Ty Miller also a chance at it. It was intended for Gabe Cleland, but it's incomplete. How about that for Coach Smith? Interesting play call. I mean, first down and goal from the five. Should have worked. It looked like a couple of St. John's receivers actually collided with each other. Yeah, I think, for it. I think he missed the first guy, though, because he had a guy going to that far flat over there, and he didn't throw it to him, and he came back after he was scrambling. If he would have threw it right away, I think he had a touchdown. So they'll run the same line up here. Cleland over on the right side, going left or going right to left here. St. John's quick pitch to Miller. He's going to try to barrel it himself. It looks like he does. Touchdown, St. John's. Brock Miller takes it in from five. The COVID crisis has made every trip outside your home stressful. That's why it's so important to choose a health care provider that puts patient safety and compassionate care above all else. Memorial Healthcare is the only hospital in mid-Michigan to earn an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's because Memorial Healthcare makes you their number one priority. Memorial's commitment has made them number one in safety and in quality care in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. So Miller puts the Red Wings on the board. Six zip. They'll send their kick team out there right now. Carson Peters will attempt to kick. They had only 10 players there for a moment. Now they get the right right lineup in there. It'll be Teeples kneeling down at the 10. Here's the snap. Good snap. Ball down. Kick is up by Peters, and it is good. So St. John's takes an early lead here with eight seconds to go in the quarter. 7-0 over Waverly. The cellular connection in St. John's, your local Verizon authorized retailer, has a wide selection of the latest smartphones, smartwatches, tablets, jetpacks, and accessories from all the top wireless brands. Whether you're looking for a phone for your business, your family, or just for you, their experienced reps can help you connect to what matters to you on the network and more people rely on. Stop into the cellular, cellular connection, your local Verizon store, at 800 South US 27 in the Southgate Plaza next to Little Caesars. And I think that's about just a textbook quarter. Well, maybe not textbook quarter from what Coach Schmidt would have expected, but if you would have told him, hey, you're receiving the ball in the, at the start of the first and you're going to go up 7 nothing at the end of the first, I think that's what he would have wanted. Yeah, he'll take it for sure. Kind of a little bit of a sloppy game here to start off with, but the turnover leads directly to 7 points for St. John's. We'll see if uh, Waverly can bounce back from that. Remember, Michigan gave up a quick seven early on, and then they came back and just dominated Minnesota last week. And I can't wait for that noon kickoff tomorrow. And like you said, circle that as maybe the drive of the game because up until that point, Waverly was pretty much dominating. Yeah. So we'll see if they can regroup here. It'll be St. John's kicking it off. Carson Peters will boot it. Xavier Williams deep for... Waverly kick a short one towards the sideline and a fair catch signaled for and completed by James Tolbert. So it'll be Waverly with the ball first and ten from about their own 25. 
Fastnetty's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers and Pennzoil are teaming up for a free gas giveaway. Stop into any of the 16 Fastnetty locations and register to win a $2,000 gas card. And while you're there, get a full-service oil change and a car wash for one low price. Fastnetty takes pride in taking care of your vehicle, both inside and out. Fastnetty's has been family-owned and part of communities all over Michigan for over 40 years. Go to fastnetty'scarcare.com to see rules, entry, and details and options. So, six seconds to go in the first quarter. 7 nothing. St. John's. Waverly with it. First and 10 from their own 25. Going left to right as we see it. This will be the last play, I'm sure, of the first quarter. It's Nate Cole out of the pistol. He's got a couple of running backs to his right. Now, they're going to have to call a timeout. Not liking what they saw. So, timeout on the field. 7-zip St. John's over Waverly. The drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all Michigan athletes, drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game. The player of the game tonight is brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. And tonight's game is also brought to you by the MHSA. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive, perfect elusive perfect game making every shot completing every pass striking everyone out getting each call right that's right game officials enjoy the competition and seek profession perfection just like the players do if you still have that becoming a, if you still have a competitive streak and you want to help kids by giving back maybe becoming a high school official is for you to register log online at log log in online at mhsa.com a message from the michigan high school athletic association promoting the value and values of educational athletics so, timeout is over. Waverly will have the ball. First and 10 from their own 25-yard line. They're coached by Ron Pizzo, St. John's, Andy Schmidt. They've stuck to the ground a lot today. I'm, I'm kind of expecting them to kind of air it out a little bit more here in the second quarter. Here's a quick pitch in the backfield there. Martavian Robinson down the far sideline. Finally run out of bounds. That's actually carry-on Gordon. Big gain all the way up to about the 45-yard line of Waverly. And that'll stop the clock at zeros. The first quarter is official. 7-zip. St. John's leads it here over the Waverly Warriors. Mid-state sales and service in St. John's has the outdoor power to make your fall cleanup to-do list a done list in no time. During the still fall sale, you can buy a new leaf blower or chainsaw at a great price. Right now, save big on a new mower with rebates up to $500 on select models. Get great deals and financing up to 0% for 48 months. Mid-state sale and service on M21, just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-state sales and service is a proud supporter of high school sports and Z92.5 The Castle. And we apologize if the PA man is coming through our speakers, but we had no choice. We're, we're down <laughs> underneath the, the speakers, so bear with us. We'll just try to talk over it. But uh, uh, a good start by the Red Wings, you mentioned, Jared. And we'll see if their defense can clamp down again. They were impressive on a couple times. Waverly took it into their territory, and uh, the Red Wing D came up big. They really have, and I've really enjoyed this back and forth between two really good backs, Carrion Gordon, who maybe isn't quite as well-known as Brock Miller, but he's definitely showed out in the first few carries he's had thus far. Yes, he has. So we're about ready for the second quarter. Ted the Sports Guy with Jared Fatel, Sandy O back at the studios. Glad you tuned into this one. Bart Matthews, uh, the normal third man here in the booth, had some family uh, family uh, duties he had to take care of. Nothing bad. He was actually going to watch one of his uh, nephews play some playoff football tonight, so good for him. Here's Waverly with it. 
Pitch goes around the right end. Carry on Gordon using that speed. Gets the corner for a moment. Got about five yards. Brock Miller came up and almost had the tackle in the backfield. Man, that play looked dead to right. So he caught three or four Red Wings right in the backfield with him, and he was able to outrun pretty much all of them for a five-yard Yeah, he's got some speed, man. It's funny, you know, I, I, I complain a lot when coaches don't put heights and weights. Uh, Waverly didn't even put years of what year they are, so I have no clue. But we know Carrion Gordon's a pretty good player. Second down in about five from exactly at midfield. 50-yard line is marked in pink. Taking a page out of Jim Harbaugh's playbook with a little bit keeping it close to chest with the roster. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a path for you, and it's completed over on the far side. Just a little button hook. That was Nate Cole on the delivery, and the receiver hauled it in for the first down. Yeah, Nate Cole's definitely a little bit more of a runner and a scrambler, but he's got a pretty good arm on him as well. So we've seen a few pretty on-target passes thus far. Yeah, he found Dylan Durrett on that one, and uh, that moves the chains. First and 10 right at the 40-yard line of St. John's. Second quarter just underway. St. John's leads at 7-zip. Five-yard Brock Miller run, and then the PAT was good by Carson Peters. Waverly sends Isaiah Pizzo out this way. <clears throat> There's the handoff. It goes to the big bull, Jacoby Respress. He gets about three or four up the middle. Number 11 was the first one there, Caleb Teeples. A little bit of a thunder and lightning kind of like backfield they have going. It is. Now, which is ironic because they also have a player named Reggie Bush. And if you remember Lendale White and Reggie Bush for USC, the original Thunder and Lightning. Yeah, I was going to ask you what your Thunder and Lightning was. It's got to be Reggie Bush and Lendale White. Okay. I mean, there's been a few of them out there. <laughs> a few? Yeah, I'm trying. for you. What are you I'm trying to, your day? Well, I was thinking Zonka and uh, Mercury <laughs> Morris. You lost me on that one. Jeez. <laughs> you know, I always go back to the old references. Here is Waverly with it. Here's a jet sweep. Martavian Robinson trying to get the corner. He does. Over on this side at the 30. Finally shoved out of bounds at around the 27-yard line. It was uh, Aiden Conovell finally to bring him down, but... uh, Martavian Robinson's got some pretty good jets himself. They've had a lot of really good blocking on the perimeter. Notice here in this COVID situation, too, we've seen different scenarios. Now, when Waverly has the ball, whoever had the ball last comes and puts the ball down where the referee puts his foot. A little different. Usually you throw it to the referee, but they're trying to play it safe out here for the men in stripes. I don't hate it. It seems like it's almost a little bit of a faster setup, honestly. I agree with you. So three, three wideouts on the far side. Nate Cole out of the gun, looking to pass. Throws a overhand lateral on the right side. It goes to Karrion Gordon, and the Red Wings read that all the way. It was just a slow play, well defended. Yeah. Miller was there to bring him out of bounds. A loss of about five on that. Pass. Yeah, the defensive end wasn't picked up, and that forced uh, Cole to kind of pump fake, and then that slowed the whole play down. But yeah. Brock Miller still in the alley quick. Yeah, he's a, definitely a stud there in that defensive backfield for the Red Wings. Something to keep your eye on, though, man. A d- potential double move or maybe a play-action pass that could potentially burn him later. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. 10-20 to go here in the second. 7 nothing. St. John's over Waverly. Cole looking over the line. Quick pitch in the backfield. Respress puts the head down. Runs over Miller. <laughs> And we're going to get a penalty. I wonder if that's going to be a helmet on helmet. It didn't seem like he's kind of built small. Yeah. You know, low to the ground. Well, the ponytailed ref made the call, throws the flag. 
And he's going to make the announcement here. The broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZ-FM. No pre-reproduction, retransmission, or other dis distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA. Z92.5, The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. Oh, they're going to call. Going to call hands in the face gear. Five-yard penalty, not the helmet to helmet. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. But the referees are down there a lot closer than we are. So it'll be Durrett spread way out on the far side. Two wideouts this ball way. Ahead. They'll put the ball down at right around the 18-yard line. Second and one. Second down in about a yard here for Waverly. Nate Cole. Looking over that line of scrimmage. Hands it off this time. It's in the midsection of Blake Johnson. Johnson is stacked up there. Looks like number 60 was there. Chris Prince in on the tackle. Also coming up number 11 Blake quickly. Caleb Teeples. By the heart of the St. John's defense. It's Not pretty rare that you see a quarterback also doubling as the middle linebacker. Yeah, we talked about that at the Williamson game, I think, and he's a pretty solid linebacker, too, you know. He's kind of the quarterback of both the offense and the defense. <laughs> Pulling double duty, because, you know, I mean, not only are you having to learn the entire playbook as a quarterback and knowing everybody's roles, but the same thing as the middle linebacker on defense. Teeple's a very solid player here for the Red Wings. Well, it's third down in the yard now. Ball at the 18. Waverly with it, trailing 7 nothing. 9.20 to go here in the first half. Here they'll run a quarterback keeper this time, and he's hit initially. Cole breaks away and should have the first down. Is he still on his feet? Wow. Fights his way all the way to the 10. It looked like for a second he was going to get tackled to the backfield, but it's interesting to see that Waverly on those third and shorts, more than shorts, they've gone to quarterback keepers both times. Yeah, I agree with you. It looked like he was going to be stopped short, and it looked like the Red Wings were going to get some momentum, but no. I mean, at least for me, I think I might bring in Repressor to carry that load. It's kind of a fullback, little short to the ground. Seems like those third and fourth and shorts would be perfect for him. So they move the ball. It's at first and 10, the ball at the 11. Martavian Robinson way out on the far side. Isaiah Pisa over here. Here's a handoff. The ball carrier this time running hard up the middle. Breaks a couple of tackles. Takes a couple of shots. Bryce Stoddard stuck him in the back. Speaking of the devil, that's Respris. That was Respris. Good call. He's a tough little runner. Yeah, I would say. I like watching him. I would say this is his territory down here for sure. <laughs> kind of like a Mike Tolbert, you know. Yeah. For the Carolina Panthers bring him in in the goal line situation. Absolutely. So first or second down now. Second down and about five. The ball just shy of the five-yard line. Nate Cole takes the shotgun snap, pitches it back to Respris, puts his head down. Oh, he runs right into one of the Red Wings. That was quite a collision. I feel bad for those defensive backs having to fill the alley because he's not—he's making his presence known. He's not trying to juke it. He's trying to run you right over. He is tough to bring down. That was Jackson Williams along with Teeples, but I think Williams is the first one that hit him. I can see right now he's kind of shaking off a few cobwebs on that hit. So it'll be fourth down. Or no, is it fourth, third down? Third down they had the wrong say, thing, yeah. yeah. Surprised they haven't gone to maybe a little jump ball in the corner of the end zone to do that. Well, let's see. lined up at tight end right now. Let's see if they dial that one up. They'll split Pizzo out this way. He's in single coverage. Now they'll split on the other side, Martavian Robinson. Two running back, low snap. They are going to pass it. Now it's run up the middle. It opened right up, and Nate Cole takes it in from six yards out. So Waverly within a point. 
Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all Mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Noah Herring in to attempt the PAT. Dylan Durrett will snap it. James Tolbert with the hold. Trying to kick it through the north goalpost here at Waverly. Good crowd, good atmosphere here tonight for this playoff matchup. Here's the snap. The ball's down. Kick is up. Blocked. That's Rock Miller. He's making himself known on every facet of the game. He is. A good block by Miller. And the, the Red Wings keep the 7-6 lead. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan, is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit, Victory, visit VictoryHeatingandCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Your number one St. John's and excuse me. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Otter Owners Insurance, and the McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Call the McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency today at 989-224-2479 or visit McKenzie. Crosby.net, McKenzie and Crosby Insurance Agency, your independent auto owner's agents. And don't forget to check out Three Point Podcast. You can find us at Three Point Pod. It's uh, three generations, three definite different points of view. <laughs> Say that again. Especially between the old guy and the young guy. 7-6 is the score here. St. John's on time. Messiah kicks it up high, end over end short kick. St. John's catches it, then drops it. It's on the field. A mad scramble for it. Well, I'll tell you, the player over here thought about a fair catch, and then he decided to catch it and run, and he is very fortunate he didn't turn that ball over. That was uh, Matthew McCastle, sophomore. And Brock Miller jumping on it to recover it. Again, there's our guy. He's all over the place. Back to the, the touchdown for a second. It's Brock interesting Miller. to see against scrambling quarterbacks how sometimes you can almost over-penetrate, and that's what we saw right there. If you remember, like, Alabama and a lot of SEC schools during Johnny Menzel's heyday would kind of mush the rush is what it's called, where they don't even rush. They just keep the quarterback inside the pocket, and that's what St. John's failed to do. Yeah. So they're holding on to the one-point lead here, and uh, Jared's first Johnny football reference here this evening. He, lives, he, he owns a lot of real estate in my head. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, he was during my formative years. What can I say? Well, not only that, he was a heck of a college football player without a doubt. He, he brought some definite electricity to that team. Split backfield. Man goes in motion. Sets off over on the left side. It's a quick pitch back to Brock Miller and read perfectly that time by, look like number 51 or 61, I guess it was, Zanel Joseph for the Warriors. So seven minutes to go in the first half. Stick with us at halftime. We'll uh, let you hear a few spots back at the studios and also this week in high school sports. Jared and I will try to get a cup of hot chocolate, warm up a little bit, and then we'll take a little miniature version of three-point podcast. I guess we'll have to call it two-point podcast. Yeah, two-point. I think what I'm going to do during a halftime break is stand in the bathroom for a good five minutes to warm up my feet. <laughs> yeah, I might just pop back there. They might let me in. 
Ball goes on the field. I think it was dropped and picked up by Waverly. Waverly has the ball inside the 10-yard line. Big turnover there. I never did. I'm not sure what just happened. They didn't make the exchange. It looked like uh, Teeples dropped it on the exchange, and Manny Cole picked it up and almost scooped and scored. He took it all the way to the 10-yard line, so Waverly with a huge break there. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's offers America's largest trailer selection. So you, you'll you find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall sales event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers, plus take advantage of their easy financing program with payments from 69 a month with approved credit. They work with many local and national lenders to get the, you the very best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Beck's or visit Beck'sTrailerSuperstore.com. All right, first and uh, first and goal. Waverly just inside the ten. There's your guide to Kobe Respress. He takes it up to about the seven yard line, stacked up by Chris Prince and Jarrett Grandy. And that's the exact opposite. I mean, obviously no one wants to fumble, but when you're St. John's and you kind of pride yourself on discipline and being fundamental, the last thing you want is a fumble inside your own 10-yard line. Yeah, that's a killer. You know, it's chilly tonight, but I don't think on the field, once you get the juices flowing and you're warmed up, it shouldn't really be a factor. It's not that cold. Although I will say it's interesting, the amount of fumbles we have had. You've got to think maybe there is some correlation between that. Something going on down there. Three wideouts this way. They're going to run a quick pitch to Respris. He breaks past one man, but he can't <laughs> dance past Brock Miller. Miller is on fire. I'm loving watching this guy play. He's a lot of fun to watch. Great move Brock by Miller. Respris at first, but then Miller kind of laid the boom on the guy that's been laying the boom. Yeah, Respris danced past the defensive end, but Brock Miller coming up from, I, I don't know, it's kind of the old uh, Jabrell Peppers uh, <laughs> position that yeah. they run with him. Or the Michigan Mike Barrett, the new that's guy, it. Viper. Man, he's tough. But, man, Rasmus looks like he's a little bit shaken up. He's not used to that happening to him. No. So we had a little bit of a malfunction on the clock temporarily. So they put it at 5.55 to go here in the first half. Waverly looking at third down and goal from the nine. They'll shift. Carry on Gordon to the right of quarterback Nate Cole. Cole. He'll run to his right, throws a pass up. It's up in the air, and St. John's is there to defend. It was intended for Martavian Robinson and defended over there on that far side by the Red Wings. Looked like he might have had a running lane there if he had kind of taken his eyes off the downfield and down to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, good coverage over there also. But that was Teeples dropping back from his linebacking <laughs> position there to break up that pass. More than goal. So fourth and goal, I think uh, Waverly going to call a timeout. They do. Ron Pizzo wants to discuss it. That's their second timeout. Clock stop. 5.38 to go. 7-6, Waverly on top of St. John's. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA Scholar Athlete Award. Underwritten by Farm Bureau and Strauss, the applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Okay, Mr. Quarterback, what do you dial up here? I'm getting Cole outside of the pocket, maybe a rollout to the right with a couple of crossing patterns, and I'm trying to either have Durrett posted up in the corner of the end zone or some sort of maybe right at the goal post where I can just give a lob ball to him, or Cole can decide to run it on his own. 
And also getting Gordon out on the perimeter, maybe with a little out route, something that maybe if he can get the ball in his hands and make a couple guys miss, that's a, kind of a last desperation move. Yeah, and I always thought in this kind of situation, a run-pass option is the way to yeah, go. Maybe. You know, especially with a quarterback that can do both. Cole hasn't shown us a lot of passing here so far tonight, but he they, definitely can, can run it. They brought in Respers, and the back is to the left, so I'm guessing that's good. he's going to stay in the pocket here, and he's probably just going to have a guy protecting. That's yep. what he's doing. He's looking to throw. He has a nice guy over here in the corner and a touchdown. Nice bullet pass to Martavian Robinson. That's a great back shoulder throw right there. That's an NFL level throw. Great call by Coach Ron Pizzo, and it's Waverly taking the lead 12 to 7. Postal Connections in St. John's is more than just a pack and chip store. Get business services like copying and faxing plus printing supplies like ink and toner. Postal Connections is your local choice for professional promotional printing for letterhead envelopes, brochures, and business cards. Get your package just where they need to go with shipping by FedEx, UPS, DHL, and U.S. Postal. Stop in to see their cool variety of gifts and products, Postal Connections, in the Southgate Plaza at U.S. 27 in St. John's. Online at PostalConnections207.com. I'm surprised they're going for the pick here. At least they're shit. They lead it 12-7. to 7. Here's the snap. It's put down. The kick is up, and it looks good. Alejandro Macias. That was Macias on the kick, number 67. So it's 13-7 to now. Waverly with the lead with 5.33 to go here in the first half. Mercantile's Bank Mortgage Team wants to help you open doors. Whether you're opening the door to your first home or need more room for your growing family, maybe you have questions about your refinancing options or down payment assistance programs. Their mortgage lenders can help keep help you find the program that's right for you and your budget. So talk to them today and work together to help open doors. Visit them at MerckBank.com slash mortgage to find a lender near you. Member FDIC equal housing lender. I like to call to kick a field goal there because it's still so early in the game and you don't want to end up having a 12-7 to score where then potentially you run the risk of being down two scores if St. John's scores a couple times. Now. Yeah, as they say, chasing points, sometimes that'll kill you. But Alejandro Macias kicked that one up and in. 13-7 to 7 is the score. Waverly on top of St. John's, our playoff opener here on the Castle. I wonder if he's ever heard the song Alejandro by Lady Gaga. I'm sure he probably gets that joke a lot. Probably. Here is the kick. It's Miller. They fake a reverse. Miller keeps it himself going left. 25-30 yard line. 35 finally hauled down. Look for that later on with maybe a reverse. But it'll be uh, St. John's with it trailing 13-7. to 7, An enjoyable close Hitting contest here, Waverly and St. John's. The Warriors on top, 13 to seven. 33 yards. Definitely line. been turnovers have been a big story tonight. Yeah. Neither team has been really been able to move the ball at will on offense. Have been the short fields that have helped them. Yep. St. John's points coming directly from a turnover right around the 45 yard line of Waverly. So Teeples under center sends a man in motion to the left. They'll run the counter play back this way. Brock Miller scoots up to about the 40-yard line where he's finally tripped up. Looked like that was Blake Johnson maybe got him at the ankle. And that might have been actually... On the on the carry. Was that Miller or was that... Yeah, it was Brock Miller. And okay. If I'm Coach Schmidt, I'm giving the ball to Miller a few times in a row here. He kind of seems to be something that's a little bit more of a basketball term, but you can definitely sense it a little bit that he's in the zone right now. Yeah, he's their go-to guy for sure. We appreciate everybody tuning in for this one tonight. You know, if it's playoff football, we're going to be involved. Split backfield, St. John's with it. Here is Miller again, stopped right at the line of scrimmage, right at the 40-yard line of St. John's. 
So clock will continue to move. And, Jared, you were talking about on the way over here, you know, you thought about maybe getting a Chick-fil-A. Well, they're one of the sponsors over there on the scoreboard, I see. <laughs> no free ads on the, on the air. Well, I, I, I agree. Give a quick free one. <laughs> if they're, they, if they're they, they maybe it. they'll hook us up. Yep. <laughs> well, I, don't, I just hope they're still open. Yeah, I think they will be. The Waverly crowd starting to get into it over here, stomping on the bleachers, saying, come on, defense. They can sense it's a huge one, not only in terms of keeping St. John's. Uh, oh, they're fired up. Well, here's yeah. a pitch to Miller, right. He has first down yardage and takes it up to the 45-yard line. Ran into big number 77, Mike Butler. But the Red Wings will move the chains. Plenty of time on the first half clock here with four minutes to go. They start it back up. 13 to 7, Waverly leads it here at home over St. John's. Yeah, as I was saying, it's a huge first down for St. John's because Waverly's offense can score in a hurry. And if you give them the ball back with four minutes left in the half, I wouldn't be surprised if they would have scored again. Yeah. So it'll be Cleveland. Lines up over on the far side. St. John's going left to right as we see it, wearing the white uniforms, black pants. People play action, getting pressure. The ball's tipped up in the air, nearly intercepted. Big number 70 again, Joe Botello that time, putting on pressure along with Ty Miller coming up from his strong safety position. Man, I've been really impressed with Waverly. Every single time Teebles is back to throw, they have not fallen for the play action whatsoever, and they're giving him a lot of pressure every single time. Yeah, you might want to forget the play action because they're not biting on it. No. So we'll see what play Andy Schmidt dials up here. Second down and 10. Ball at the St. John's 45-yard line. Red Wings trail it by six. Man in motion away from us. Here's Miller taking it up the middle. Not much there. Got about four, maybe five to the 50. Got some extracurriculars going on. We got a fight. Uh-oh, we got a Red Wing down with a bunch of Warriors on top. Referee, Referee down in the bottom of the pile, kind of break, trying to break it up. Coaches are on the field. One of the coaches for Waverly doing a good job coming over and grabbing one of his guys, pulling him off the pile. We had a street fight down here for a moment. So let's see what the referees do to sort this one out. Justin Respris was uh, very animated as he came into the tunnel to cool down a little bit. Looks like the Red Wings players are all going to their sidelines. The referees are just going to discuss what they're going to do here. you got to call a double foul. I, I think so. Teams. Do you think at this point, Jared, call a double foul, offsetting penalties, don't kick anybody out of the game no. at this point. You know, that's what they're discussing right now, too. I don't know what was going on, what kind of fisticuffs down at the bottom of the pile, but it, it looked more like... You know, just a little bit of aggressive play, maybe jumping on the pile a little yeah. bit. I didn't see I didn't see any any punches. Just, I didn't look did like, yeah, it didn't look like any punches were thrown, just a couple of shoves back yeah. and forth. So let's see. The referee at least he'll explain it to us here. <laughs> it's true. They sorted it all out. Unfortunate conduct on the defense. Unfortunate conduct on the offense. Number four is getting ejected from the game. Oh, so they did kick out number four there. That was uh, Justin Respris. He was the kid that the coaching staff came over and hauled off the pile. But they did call offsetting penalties. So uh, Respris might have been uh, doing a little bit more than extracurriculars. Yeah, and you mentioned, I, I, mean, I don't know if it's his brother or his cousin, but number 23, Respris, is a little bit upset with him after that. Yeah, I'm going to guess brother, but you never know. I didn't get that in my homework. It can only do so much with a full-time job. <laughs> 
<laughs> Work from home on Fridays, though. Well, that's true. Let's sneak a few things in. So St. John's with it, third down and six. Tepo straight back to Street throw. Pass. Oh, yeah, had Miller. Miller tried to take off before he caught the ball, and it's incomplete. He had a lot of room ahead of him, and Brock Miller he probably would have just had to make one man miss, and he would have scored there. Absolutely. So it brings up fourth down. I got a feeling St. John's will go for it. Is They have it at their own 49-yard line, trailing at 13-7. to Still 3-11 to go here in the half. No. And you gotta think that you gotta think a punt here for St. John's, don't you? Well, we'll see. That Waverly thinks though. So. They're sending a couple yep. beat players back. Now Teeples, he's run the the quick kick a couple different times as he's lined up in the normal shotgun. Brock Miller runs to the sideline. Well, did they have twelve <laughs> players on the field? It almost looked like it was a distraction. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Now they punt it. And it looked like Waverly was trying to make a fair catch and just a sloppy play, but they fall on the ball. That was a wild play. So either way you slice it, Waverly with the ball leading at 13-7. to Mid-state sales and service in St. John's has the outdoor power to make your fall cleanup to-do list a done list in no time. During the still fall sale, you can buy a new leaf blower or chainsaw at a great price. Right now, save big on a new mower with rebates up to $500 on select models. Get great deals and financing up to 0% for 48 months. Mid-state sales and service on M21, just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-state sales and service is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. One of our great sponsors, and we certainly want to thank all our sponsors that hop on board you know you know we're going to be out there every friday night during football and basketball season and we wouldn't be able to do it without their support so we certainly do appreciate it so it'll be waverly with the ball first and 10 isaiah pisa way out on the far side they have it at their own 21 yard line if you're waverly you just want to hang on to the ball here no turnovers <laughs> no fumbles shotgun snap throw a little swing pass out to the right to respress Breaks one tackle. They got by Teeples. Now he's down the far sideline. The 40. Midfield. The 40. Breaks Stop another the tackle, and he does have some wheels. Takes it all the way to the 30-yard line. And we got a late Flag. penalty here on the sideline. I, I think what that's going to be is just a warning uh, sideline interference. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully if you're Waverly, because that would negate a huge game. Well, they got some serious tension going on here. Is one of the Waverly coaches just screaming at one of the, one of the students, I think, down there that might have been in the referee's way. I agree with you. It's probably a warning. But what a play by Respus, huh, man? He got those <laughs> legs a-lumbering. He's got some pretty he's got good got like speed. a jump, like the jump cut. Yeah. Uh, first move, he's made the first defender miss pretty much every time he's carried the ball on the perimeter there. Yeah, and good call on the flag, too. Sideline warning. At the 30-yard line, first and 10, Warriors. Now, I thought this year they allow the teams to spread out all the way to the 10-yard line, but that may be a college rule, too. Looks like they still have the regular yeah. box here to the 25 to 25. Here's a pitch in the backfield. Ball carrier has some room this way. Puts the head down. Fumbles it. It's on the field. St. John's has it. And it's recovered by the Red Wings. Man, oh, man. Just can't stay out of their own way tonight no, with a fumble. Another turnover recovered that time by Aiden Conaval. So it's back to the Red Wings. And that was a nice little run, yeah, it too. Was. It was going to set him up probably with another first down. Blake Johnson just couldn't hang on to it. and uh, It's going to be back to St. John's. If your car becomes a victim of deer collision, KP Auto Body and St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glass work, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. 
Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hedler's Towing, so get you a dependable, 24-7 dependable service. KB Auto Body and Hedler's Towing are proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5, the castle. If you get, if you hit a deer, that's where you want to take your vehicle. It's that time of year. Well, here's a handoff. The ball carrier for St. John stacked up at the line. I think that was Miller. No yardage there at all. Big front wall there of Waverly led by big number 70, He's Joe Botello. First one there to bring him down. Clock continues to run, 2.25 to go here in the first half. 13-7 Waverly over St. John's. Yeah, if I'm St. John's right now, I'm just worried about getting to halftime. Uh, you don't want to give Waverly the ball back. I know they've had a few fumbles, but they're kind of doing whatever they want on the perimeter, making guys miss. Yep. Two wideouts, three wideouts for St. John's on the far side. Going left to right. Here is Teeples rolling that way. Ups up in the pocket, keeps it himself, but he's going to pay the price. Oh, doctor, he took a shot. <laughs> I've never heard that 10, one. Inside the 10-yard line. So does keep the clock running, Mel. Yes, Zanel Joseph was there, but they stop it. Waverly calls her final timeout with a minute 46 to go here and a half. Good timeout by Coach Pizzo. 13-7, the Warriors lead it. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiasi, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at AppleBeOil.com. Well, I'm proud of you, Jared. I know you uh, you voted, and uh, hope everybody else votes out there. I didn't know that was coming. Have 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 you been getting those annoying texts? Have you gotten any texts yes, about I, I, voting from not outside? texts, but a lot of calls. And I know social media. You can't even scroll it nowadays without a tweet from either somebody you know or a sponsored tweet saying basically, you know, go out and vote. Yeah. Well, I've been getting I've been getting. Uh, text, you know, from either the Trump or Biden campaigns, you know, and they're wanting me to volunteer and make three phone calls and, you know, I, I'm so tempted to respond back. Leave me alone. I've already voted. I'm not wasting my time helping you out. But everybody should go out there and vote. Third down and long. St. John's. Teeples. Setting up a screen. Oh, no. Picked up! Touchdown, Waverly! Oh, no is right! By number 53, Manny Cole is... Manny Cole! <laughs> pile in the end zone. It was gift-wrapped to him. They had, there was a little bit of that trick play where they have the quarterback scramble out to the right, and then he throws it back, and the defensive end wasn't fooled whatsoever. Ten-yard interception return. Uh, what a back-breaking play. Didn't you just say they can't turn the ball over? <laughs> And that's what I mean. Sometimes you get a little greedy. I mean, Coach Smith's only his second year. I feel like a veteran coach would have maybe just kneeled it out there. But, man, I, I hate that play call. I know that it obviously was the worst-case scenario, but third and 20 from your own 10-yard line, you're throwing a trick pit play. I don't like it man, whatsoever. It killed him, and we really read it well. Now, I don't know if they could have kneeled it out with a minute 40 to go, but still. Well, if they had could have punted it. I mean, if they wouldn't have, have given up the quarterback sack and then thrown right. it there. Here's the PAT kick, and it is up mm -hmm. and good. Alejandro Macias kicks it up and in. Oh, no, it's Tolbert that snuck in there for that one. So 20-7, to 7, Waverly on top of St. John's. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without content contentiousness. <laughs> 
Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, home of playoff football here in mid-Michigan and worldwide. Well, it's Waverly now with all the momentum here. And now you wonder what's going on in Coach Smith's head. Is he going to kneel it out now? Or now that they're down two scores, you almost think they got to be a little bit of aggressive. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'd try any trick passes like the last one, but, uh, you know, try to see if you can have at least Miller break one free. I wouldn't kneel it out. And you got to remember St. John's elected to receive uh, the kickoff at the start of the game. Yeah, good point. Where really we'll get it to start the second half. St. John brought a good contingent of fans. It's a great school district. Waverly excited to host this first ever game here. Here's the kickoff. Picked up by Miller at the 20. Tries to come back against the green. 25 up to the 30. And Waverly being very aggressive on the tackle. So It'll be St. John's with the ball with at least a little breathing room here as they try to wind, wind this first half down. Memorial Healthcare is committed to the safest, safest and highest quality care for every patient. You are their number one priority because you deserve the best for yourself and your loved ones. Only one hospital in mid-Michigan earned an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's Memorial Healthcare. They are number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. So two wide outs this way, two wide outs the other way. St. John's with the ball, trailing 20-7, first half winding down. Teeple back to throw. Teeple steps up in the pocket, has some room, puts the head down, hangs onto the ball with both hands, and took a shot. Coming to knife him down was Blake Johnson for the Warriors. Sometimes, sometimes a little carry like that when you're a quarterback. A little bit nervous to let the ball fly after a pick six, and yep, maybe they'll get his confidence back a little bit here. Well, they, he got just enough for the first down. They don't even have the chain set yet, and he gets the playoff. Teeples to his left. Yep, we're going to get a penalty flag. They're going to say they. I think they're they're going to say false start on the Red Wings. So they weren't set. So clock stops with a minute eleven to go here in the first half. Twenty to seven. Well, I'm surprised that the ref even pulled away from the ball because the chain wasn't even set. I know. That was a bad move by the ref. You got to wait for that chain gang. The penalty goes against St. John's. Five-yard walk-off. They start the clock back up. And they lose some time. And now St. John's is just huddling. you got to think at that penalty, they just decided, well, it's not going to happen right now. Yeah. Maybe try to break a long run. Teeple's out of the shotgun. Three wideouts on the far side. But he's going to roll that way, looking to throw. He's got a man. He up. He has a man open. He fires the home run ball, but way too long. He did have a guy going down the far sideline there and Gabe Cleland. But he unloaded that pass. Incomplete. Yeah, the cornerback on the out route got his eyes caught up, tried to jump it, and then Teeples yeah. just lets it unload deep. But, yeah, overthrew him. A little bit of a Joe Milton arm right there. Yeah. How about Joe Milton? We'll talk a little bit about that at halftime. Pretty good debut there, really, as the Michigan quarterback. Looked good. That whole team looked good yeah, against Minnesota. Really? I mean, Joe Milton, he played more of a role of game manager, honestly. Yeah. Still impressive, nonetheless. Yeah, they look good at all aspects of the game other than field goal kicking. We'll see what they do to make some adjustments this week on that. Man in motion for the Red Wings away from us. They'll have three wideouts on the far side. 
Little pass screen. out that way to Miller. Screen pass. He's got blocking in front of him. Has a 45, 50, oh 45. My. Takes a shot. <laughs> I'm loving watching these, the safety play for both teams. A couple hard hitters. Yeah. Number nine, Carl Pollard. Put the shoulder into Miller. Red Wings hustling it up here. Teeple gets the call. Clock is running. Boy, it didn't take him long to set the chains that time. 31 seconds to go. St. John's in Waverly territory. Teeple rolls to his left. Throws one to the sideline. Has a man open. Caught for the first down. Miller inside the the 35 at the 30. So they'll set the chains. What do you do here? Hustle up and clock it? They're going to take a timeout. Oh, St. John's calls a timeout, yes. Well, they had that's their first, so they got two more to play with. 23 seconds to go in the half, 20 to seven. Waverly on top. Memorial Healthcare is committed to the safest and highest quality care for every patient. You are their number one priority because you deserve the best for yourself and your loved ones. Only one hospital in Mid Michigan earned an A's for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's Memorial Healthcare. They're number one in safety and number one in quality care in Mid Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. Well, Jared, again, we'll refer to your quarterback playing days. I mean, St. John's has it in in territory where they could be a little bit aggressive here with 23 seconds to go. Maybe not run some bubble screen, but if, what do you what do you if, dial up here? They've gone to Brock Miller the last couple of times. If I'm St. John's, I'm using him as a decoy on this play, either a pump fake on like a bubble screen or maybe a play-action pass that uh, opens up somebody else. Because if I'm Waverly, I'm keying on him hard right now. Yeah, you would think you'd have to. So let's see what the Red Wings dial up here and Andy Schmidt. 23.5 seconds to go here in our first half of play. 20 to 7. Waverly leads it. And Waverly a little bit miscombobulated, sending a guy out late yeah. uh, as a safety here. So keep an eye on that. A little confused defensively here. There's a slant over the middle, nearly picked off. <laughs> And do you think Waverly knew they were going to Brock Miller? Oh, pick that for six. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Blake Johnson there. He knew for sure they were going to Miller. And that's what you think. Man, a, a double move right there. Jeez. There's a call. Fake pump, right? Yeah. Then head down the middle because of the field. You can see they knew that it was coming. Yeah. God, there was something else out there. Well, let's see what the coaches come up with. They're sitting right back behind us. And you might think that Coach Schmidt might not be comfortable calling plays like this as a wing T coach, but, I mean, in college, he was pretty much known for throwing the ball all over the yard at Eastern Michigan. Well, yeah, what, he had a record for... Uh, 87 passes in one yeah, game. Yeah, I think 58 completions or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Crazy. Here's a snap. Teeple's getting pressured. Uh-oh. He's got to hang on to the ball. He almost fumbled it and is sacked for a big loss. 55 was there. And that's a drive killer. And Schmidt is not happy on the sideline. Jake Woodard and Johnson was there and on the tackle. St. John's calls a timeout, so I think what they're looking at here is maybe just a Hail Mary. 45-yard line. Yeah. Tonight's drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game. The player of the game tonight is brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. A few different players for Waverly, I think, could be in the running for the player of the game tonight. Yeah. Oh, I think so, too. I'm going to assign you. Uh, we'll we'll discuss it afterwards, but keep a good eye on that. Kind of remind me a little bit of the, uh, if you remember, Super Bowl 50, but, or excuse me, Super Bowl 48 
yeah. uh, between the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver Broncos when a Michael Bennett, defensive player, won the Super, won the Super Bowl MVP. Right. Well, that, it could be. I mean, uh, interception for the touchdown is a pretty big play here. Manny yeah. Cole, and he's had a good game as well. I don't know. Respress there, though, is having a pretty solid game also. We saw Teeble's arm earlier today. He can he can definitely reach the end zone from here. Yep. There's the sideline and down. Teeple takes a shot. Yeah. No but doesn't have time. He just doesn't have time to load it up, though. No. Fourth down. So fourth down coming up here for the Red Wings. 8.7 seconds to go in the half. 20-7 to 7, Waverly on top. With Jared Fattel, I'm Ted the Sports Guy here on Z92.5. Playoff action here, week one. This COVID-shortened season, I mean, there was a lot of debate if they were ever even going to play. Originally, they were going to shift it to the spring. Thank goodness they were able to at least get it together. It, it was a decent season, I think, Yeah. when all said and done. Yeah, I like how they did it. I mean, they added the extra round of playoffs, but I think it was the right move having everybody make playoffs. Because you see in the Big Ten right now, Wisconsin and Nebraska game canceled. I'm not sure what either of those teams are going to do. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it in our podcast as St. John's calls time out. But since you brought it up real quick, we can. I don't know if you saw my tweet. Why? Why is the game canceled? Why aren't they playing with the players they have? Any idea? <laughs> Probably because Wisconsin wouldn't have a quarterback. I mean, there was so, out their starting quarterback and their backup, which was their third string, it's and co- their quarterback, and their coaches tested positive. Well, it's, it's COVID. Yep. I, mean, what do you, I mean, it's not it's not really fair to other teams, you know. I mean, I don't know. If the other players on the team don't test positive and, and the, there's other coaches available, if you lose your first string, you lose your second yeah, string, you got to go with your third string. I mean, no one cares because it's Nebraska, and it's not True. like they were poised for the college football playoff, but if it was Ohio State or something like that, you got to think they're playing this game. I would think so. So, yeah, but uh, just a wild season for the Big Ten because they didn't leave themselves any wiggle room no, at all. No, bizarre. It was really bizarre how they decided to schedule the – they announced it about two months before October 24th. Exactly. It felt like. Yeah. So here we go. St. John's after the timeout. Going to go for it on uh, fourth down and long. Tipo running for his life. Has nowhere to for the go. Ball. And then Waverly going to get it with still 2.7 <laughs> wow. seconds in St. John's territory. I love the move right there by – uh, Waverly to bring in kind of a speedy guy right there, uh, Blake Johnson, to kind of rush the passer because Tebow's couldn't get away from him. Right, so Waverly will have the ball. Victory Heating and Cooling serving all of Michigan is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 99-224-7171. All right, 2.7 seconds to go. Is Waverly going to do anything with it or just kneel down? Yeah, it looks like like they're just going to kneel it down. Kneel it down. So they take the staff, take the knee, and they'll take the lead into the locker room, and they'll also have the ball to start the second half. So we got a half a play in the books. Here from Lansing Waverly, the home Warriors lead St. John's Red Wings 20-7. to And with that, we'll send things back to the studios for a few important messages and this week in the MHSAA. This is Mark Palmer, superintendent of St. John's Public Schools. Thank you, sponsors in Z92.5 The Castle, for supporting our high school Student of the Week program. Here is the St. John's High School Student of the Week. Sophomore Delaney Hutton and sophomore Cole Rydell. 
Delaney is a member of theater and band. In her free time, she likes to draw, read, and bake. If there was anywhere she could go, Delaney says she would go to Scotland because it rains a lot, and that's her favorite type of weather. Delaney was on two episodes of the show PBS Kids. And after graduation, she plans to go to college. Cole is a member of the wrestling and football teams and Compassion Club. In his spare time, he likes to hunt, fish, race motorcycles, and spend time outside. His most memorable high school experience is earning his varsity letter as a freshman. Cole says his role model is his dad because he has taught him that he can accomplish anything he puts his mind to. If he could go anywhere, it would be somewhere tropical because he loves warm weather. He also loves spending time with his family and his two dogs. After graduation, he plans to continue his wrestling career and attend college. Congratulations to the same John's High School Students of the Week, sophomore Delaney Hutton and sophomore Cole Rydell. Z92.5 The Castle would like to thank Journey Federal Credit Union for sponsoring the St. John's High School Student of the Week. Rake in the savings with Journey Federal Credit Union and put a little extra cash in your pocket. For a limited time, you could save 2% or more off your current rate when you refinance a qualifying loan with Journey FCU. Plus, applying for a loan with Journey FCU is just a click or call away. Don't let this limited time refinance special pass you by. Call them at 989-227-3710 or check them out online at journeyfcu.org to apply today. If you prefer, you can always stop by. They would love to see you. Not a member? Not to worry. If you live, attend school, work, or worship in Clinton, Gratiot, or Shiawassee County, or have a relative who is already a member, stop in and start your journey today. Journey FCU has three community locations in St. John's, Fowler, and Ovid. Offer applies to auto, motorcycle, RV, boat, and personal loans. See Credit Union for complete details and restrictions. JFCU is federally insured by the NCUA. The COVID crisis has made every trip outside your home stressful. That's why it's so important to choose a health care provider that puts patient safety and compassionate care above all else. Memorial Healthcare is the only hospital in mid-Michigan to earn an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's because Memorial Healthcare makes you our number one priority. Our commitment has made us number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. You deserve the best possible medical care for you and your loved ones. At Memorial Healthcare, that's what we deliver. We are the only hospital in mid-Michigan to earn an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. By making you our number one priority, we're number one in safety and number one in quality in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. Setting the standard, automatic first downs, and more UP cross country. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Andrea Stengard joined an elite club of runners at Ironwood High School last weekend at the Division II Upper Peninsula Girls Cross Country Finals. She became the third individual medalist in the school's history, and in the race, top previously undefeated Ishpeming freshman Lori Corpy. I just wanted to stay with her and then try to maybe get a lead at the end, which is kind of what I did. For the first two miles, I ran with her, and then the third mile, I managed to get a little lead. 
Sengard became the first Red Devil runner since Jessica Gehring in 2012 to claim the top spot. A junior, Stengard will look to join Ann Somerville as the school's second two-time UP champion next year. Somerville claimed top class C honors in 1996 and 1997. The girls' team titles went to Houghton, St. Ignace, and Munising in Divisions 1, 2, 3, respectively, last weekend. And the other individual medalists were Houghton's Paige Schleeman in Division 1 and Daisy England of Rockmid Peninsula in Division 3. You can read all about the girls' UP cross-country finals on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our This Week game balls go out to William Cooksey of Gross Point Woods University Liggett, who became the first number one singles four-time Lower Peninsula Boys Tennis Champion in 60 years at last week's MHSAA Singles Finals. The individual tournament was changed this year to just a number one singles flight because of the pandemic. The last four-time winner from the Lower Peninsula was Hamtramck's Francisco Castillo from 1957 to 1960. The week before, Cooksey had led the Knights to the Division IV team title. Our other game ball goes out to the boys' soccer team at Muskegon Mona Shores, which won its first district title since 2005 last week, topping Rockford in the championship game. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to This Week in High School Sports. The love of the game draws us to sports. As players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played. To feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Today we're going to talk about one of the biggest rule difference areas in high school football from those rules used in college and pro games, and that deals with automatic first downs. When watching that college game on Saturday or the pro game on Sunday, all of us know that there are several defensive fouls that give the offense an automatic first down. However, under high school rules, the opposite is true most of the time. The only high school fouls that result in an automatic first down for the offense are the roughing fouls, roughing the passer, the kicker, the holder, and the long snapper. Fouls such as defensive pass interference or any other personal foul do not bring an automatic first down under high school rules. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSA website now to register. The Upper Peninsula Boys Cross Country Finals last weekend were highlighted by the dominance of Ishpeming in Division II and Marquette in Division I. Ishpeming placed its five scoring runners in the top six spots in the Division II race, winning the crown for the sixth time in seven years. Marquette grabbed four of the top seven places in winning the Division I title. Dollar Bay won its first ever title in Division III, easily outdistancing the rest of the field. Sault Ste. Marie junior Jaron Wyma was the individual medalist in Division I. Division II top honors went to Silas Broberg of Ishpeming for the second straight year. And first place in Division III went to Jonah Nordine of Ewan Trout Creek. You can read more about the Upper Peninsula Boys Cross Country Finals on the second half page of the MHSEA website. There's lots of MHSAA playoff action coming up on MHSAA TV and the NFHS Network this weekend. Over 90 football playoff games will be available online, plus several boys' soccer regional finals. And next week, over 100 matches will be streamed in district play in girls' volleyball. 
And there's a new way to secure your ticket to MHSAA tournament games this year. GoFan will be the exclusive ticketing source for several MHSAA tournaments. Check with your local school for GoFan information of the availability of tickets for those games. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Tony Young here from Young Cadillac in Owasso. We've been selling Cadillacs in this area for almost 40 years. We have great service and always a great selection with the lowest prices around. Listen to these great deals happening right now. Drive a 2020 Cadillac XT4 as low as $259 a month. That's right, $259 a month. Or the Cadillac XT6 as low as $369 a month. If you're in the market for a brand new Cadillac, we have a huge selection in stock with deals that are unbelievable. So, hey, get online, youngcadillacowasso.com, or drive right out to Owasso and check out our great inventory. Again, Cadillac XT4 starting at just $259 a month, Cadillac XT6 is as low as $369 a month, and it only happens at Young Cadillac in Owasso. 36-month, 10,000-miles year lease to well-qualified GM buyers. With $2,000 down plus tax, title, state, and document fees. See dealer for all the details. Life is full of wonderful surprises, like a marriage proposal or flowers on your birthday. Some surprises, though, like an unplanned pregnancy, can send you into a tailspin. The good news is that the Shiawassee County Health Department and Mid-Michigan District Health Department can help. There are family planning services are confidential, low cost, and sometimes even free. Welcome to Shiawassee County Family Planning. Make your appointment today at 1-833-220-3200. That's 1-833-220-3200. Sponsored by the Shiawassee County Health Department in conjunction with the Mid-Michigan District Health Department. Well, welcome back to Lansing Waverly. We are at halftime, and it's 20 to 6, or 20 to 7, rather. Waverly leads it over St. John's. Quite a first half of play as uh, the Red Wings jumped on top first with just eight seconds to go in the first quarter on a Brock Miller run from five yards out. PAT was good by Carson Peters, and the Red Wings were feeling pretty good about themselves. Yep. Seven to nothing after taking the opening kick. But then Waverly scored three more touchdowns to uh, take this lead with 7.19 to go in the second quarter, a six-yard run by Nate Cole. The PAT was blocked, but the Red Wings were still hanging on to a 7-6 lead at that point. And then Waverly came back with 5.33 to go in the first half, a nine-yard pass from Nate Cole to Martavian Robinson. PAT was good by Alexandro Macias, made it 13-6. Alejandro, I should say. And then Waverly uh, scored again. Uh, the big play of the game, really. Ten-yard interception yeah. by Manny Cole on a little screen pass uh, with a minute 40 to go in the half. James Tolbert kicked the PAT to make it 26. But uh, Waverly, with all the momentum here, is they'll get the ball to start the second half as well. It really was. That, that, that one play kind of changed the entire outcourse of the game, really, because at that point, St. John's is only down one score. They wouldn't be quite in the desperation mode that they're probably most likely going to be coming out in the second half, whereas they would have been able to run their normal offense, not worry too much about the score, and now they're kind of like, oh, shoot. Yeah. I will say this, a very physical game. Both teams are hitting out there. That's what yeah. you like to see. Uh, I know it's also a little chilly here for the broadcasters. I've all of a sudden gotten cold. Still got, <laughs> uh -oh. still got a half to go here, man. 
<laughs> I warmed up a little bit in the bathroom. I'm not gonna lie, I was doing jumping jacks yeah, in the might, stall in the bathroom trying might, to warm up a little bit. I might do a few here before the second half. I did hop into the coach's box there and warm up a little bit, but it's chilly. We got some halftime scores we can pass along to you. DeWitt. 42 nothing over Jackson Northwest. Corona Cavaliers at home, a nice playoff opener here. They lead Birch Run 44-6. Jaden Herrick, the quarterback, five touchdown passes. Uh, Nick Steinecker caught three of those. So the Cavaliers are looking well on their way to the second round of the playoffs at home next week. Also, Duran leading uh, their opponent tonight. I forgot who they're playing, but it's 36 to nothing. And then Chesanine over Carroll at the half, 14 to nine. We'll take a look and have our little uh, two-point podcast. Before we do, though, take a listen to a couple more words from our sponsors. Tony Young and the entire Young family slew all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 Nawaso. Invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Bex Trailer Superstore sells more aluminum trailers than any other dealer in America, and the brand they trust is legal is Legend Trailer. Bex has carried dozens of trailer brands over the years, and none of them stack up to the Legend Trailers, which are built right here in Michigan by Michigan workers. Stop into Bex and see the superior Legend quality firsthand, or give the, or give one of their trailer specialists a call to learn more about why Legend is far and away Michigan's number one trailer brand. If you appreciate quality, value, and longevity, then you'll appreciate Bex Trailer Superstore and Legend Trailer. Well, we're here at the half. I'm Ted Fattel with my nephew and color commentator, Jared Fattel. And uh, we're part of a podcast called Three Point Podcast. It's really been a, a lot of fun the last uh, two and a half years we've been doing, almost three years. Yep. And uh, picked up a lot of followers along the way. It's a lot of fun. Popular to the people, I think, mainly because of the three-generational look that we have at it. I'm the old dog. Jared's the young buck. And then we have Matt Burns of ESPN in the middle. But right now, we'll take a little look at sports. So let's start off with we got the big game tomorrow, Michigan at home against Michigan State. Uh, both teams headed in completely opposite directions heading into this game with the Wolverines. Just a hugely impressive first game at Minnesota. Michigan State not so impressive at home against Rutgers. No, not at all. But the thing that worries me a lot about leading into this game, if you're a Michigan fan, is it seems like all the talk is, oh, Michigan's going to win by 30. No, they're going by 40. They're going by 50. No. I don't. Michigan State always plays Michigan tough. Always. Last year was the exception to the rule. D'Antonio's last season. A lot of outside drama going on. I don't care if it's D'Antonio. I don't care if it's Mel Tucker. Michigan State's always going to play Michigan tough. At least that's how it's always been throughout my 21 years of life. Yeah, they're not going to turn it over over seven times that's no. for sure i don't think <laughs> they'll be ready to play now you know the point spreads around 24 yep. points i think that's about right myself i mean i think michigan maybe will score a late maybe a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter to get to that edge but i think the i think the line's pretty accurate i yep. think you know, here here's the way I look at it. I think within the first two minutes of the game, you're going to understand what type of game it's going to be. It's going to be either Michigan's going to dogfight or Michigan's going to beat them by 40. I don't know if it's in between. I don't know if it's going to be a 25-point spread, like you said. I, th- I only see it one of two ways. Michigan wins about, like, 40-3, to three, mm-hmm. or Michigan wins 21-20, to 20, or Michigan State potentially wins. 
Well, it could be a long year for Sparty, but they are uh, starting a new program with Mel Tucker. So, yep. I mean, this is kind of a throwaway year, especially with COVID uh, taking over things. And, you know, speaking of that, we talked a bit about it, the Nebraska and Wisconsin game. Yeah. Postponed, canceled, not going to be played uh, because of COVID. And uh, I just found we just found out today Trevor Lawrence from yeah. Clemson is is diagnosed. Yeah. Now, I think they have a little different situation than they do in the Big Ten. Big Ten, you get it, man, it's 21 days. You're out. I don't know if it's the same thing in the SEC. And that's what's ins- that's what's scary about, like, you talk about Michigan, talk about so much hype around, like, a Joe Milton or Justin Fields of your Ohio State. If, if your quarterback or a really important player like that gets COVID, like, your whole season is in jeopardy. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, you're worried about, like, the player's health and the safety and all that stuff, but a single bad test, uh, even if they're asymptomatic, it could throw your entire season for a loop. Yeah, that's why it's so important that they really have to adhere to the safety standards. And I know Jim Harbaugh has been preaching it, you know, but you never know with college kids. It just takes one mistake by one player, and it could spread like And that's what I know a lot of people are speculating. You know, it's obviously not fact at all about Wisconsin, where they had a Friday night game last week, huge victory over Illinois. Right. Next thing you know, day later, all like a few, three, four, or five different players test positive. Yeah, I mean, and that's the that's the thing. I mean, it's the, it's this year, 2020, man. Who knows what's going to happen? I will say this: opening day last week in the Big Ten, it was a lot of fun to yeah. watch some of the different games. The Indiana Penn State ending mm-hmm. was a classic of all classics. Uh, you know, it really felt like football was back. You know, and we don't want to see it taking another backward step with this COVID. But you know, this Wisconsin Nebraska thing could be the sign of times to come. It reminded me how much I love Big Ten football, and most importantly, Michigan football. I didn't think it would be a it would be like a huge missed opportunity if, if Michigan never played this year because that's what we thought we were going to have is no Big Ten football. Right. And then once you get into a month of the season, you're kind of like, man, this kind of sucks. <laughs> exactly. And now they're back, and now it truly feels like we got a college football season on our hands. Well, it did. You're right. That's a perfect description of watching the SEC, the ACC, you know, playing football in the Big 12 and the Big Ten just sitting around twiddling their thumbs. They finally got it together, but there was definitely some mistakes from the higher-ups there. Isn't that kind of crazy to think? We still don't have the Pac-12 hasn't started yet. Uh, yeah, so I we're know. not even a full slate yet. The same thing with the Mac, right? We got matches <laughs> coming up, don't we? Well, yes. We have the thing that cracks me about the Mac is how they were the first school. Oh, we're so uh, like forward thinking. We're the first guys. We're going to cancel the season, and then as soon as everyone else came back, Mac's Mac's back. Mac's They're loving back. it. Absolutely. Well, we'll have second half action coming to you here on Z ninety two five. Before we do, though, take a listen to a few more words from our great advertisers here on the castle tonight we've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action but why should it stop when the game is over now more than ever we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency not only between the lines but outside the lines in our daily lives in sports and in life nothing beats good sportsmanship a message from the michigan high school athletic association promoting the values of educational athletics william graham tax and accounting in corona has been servicing mid-michigan since 1985 professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals corporations the self-employed and partnerships conveniently located in Bacchus Street in Corona in a couple blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. Consultation, excuse me. Consultation. <laughs> For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by, give them a call, or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. The official accountant of Ted Fatel in Sportsnet, Michigan, by the way. And the official 
Oil and Propane of Z92.5 The Castle. Alvey Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975. And they are proud to serve Shawasee County, Clinton, and Saginaw Counties as well with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soil soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. I don't know if you noticed it, man, but the wind has picked up. <laughs> I, your mind's elsewhere. I'm not going to lie. I'm freezing. Uh, it kind of seems like I, you're the rookie, and I'm the one that's the experience. But remember when you texted me before the game? Make sure you dress warm. <laughs> I did dress warm. How about warm. that? It's still cold. Funny dude. how that works. Couldn't <laughs> Nobody knows you're not wearing a winter cap. You're wearing a ball cap. Well, I got a ball cap, but I got my hoodie on, you know, at least. <laughs> I will say this, you know, uh, you know, when you get older, your blood does kind of thin. So I'm just giving you a little heads up there. But I'll gut it out. I I'm, sort of, a I sort of, I'm a gamer. I would have figured that it would thicken sort of like a, a donut like jelly. Like a, like a jelly donut is what I would have pictured <laughs> yeah. when you get older, but maybe not. Uh, there you go. Well, here we go. We're going to have second half action here. It'll be St. John's kicking it off to Waverly. St. John's won the opening toss, elected to uh, receive, which is a little bit rare. They wanted to send an early message. They did score first, but it was on their second possession. So they will kick off. Dude, I mean, in the last game, you got seniors, Coach Andy Schmidt, his second year here. You're the underdog going in the second half. Do you think about an onside kick here? Maybe. That may be a good move here. Let's see what they come up with. I don't see why not. But they kick it off deep. Fielded at around the 12-yard line. Brought this way. Martavian Robinson breaks back against the green and is gang-tackled right around the 24-yard line. So it'll be Waverly with the ball, first and 10. The COVID crisis has made every trip outside your home stressful. That's why it's so important to choose a health care provider that puts patient safety and compassionate care above all else. Memorial Healthcare is the only hospital in New Michigan to earn an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's because Memorial Healthcare makes you their number one priority. Memorial's commitment has made them number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. So second half underway. Waverly with the ball with the 20-7 to lead. First and 10 from their own 24. They'll send a man in motion at us. They fake it to him. Pitch back the other way. The running back gets the corner, has some room, breaks a tackle, spins up to the 40-yard line. I think that was carry-on Gordon. We've covered a lot of teams this year. I will say Waverly has a few of the more kind of, I know I've used electric already once tonight, but no other way to really describe it. A few electric kind of backs and wide receivers and their quarterback as well, Cole. They do, and they're doing a good job of mixing up the play calling and giving uh, different players a chance to carry that football too. So good job by Coach uh, Ron Pizzo. So Waverly with it, first and 10 from their own 40-yard line. They lead it 20-7. to They'll send a wide out way out in the far side, going left to right, wearing the solid black uniforms with gold numerals. We do have a penalty down here. I think we're going to get a uh, dead ball false start here on Waverly. That brings a roar over from the St. John's sideline. Waverly has all the momentum going right now. A touchdown here could make it really tough for St. John's to come back. As of now, Red Wings still in the ball game, trailing 20-7. to We're early on here in the second half. 
Don't forget to tune in to the Dave Geronimo in the Morning Show on Monday to find out where we'll be next Friday night. Also can check the Z92.5 website. Here's a quick pitch in the backfield, and that one was slow developing, and no way, Jose. Keeples read that perfectly. Yeah, I'm surprised that Waverly decided that's exactly the same as I play the Ranch just a second ago before the false start, and they go right back to it. Yeah, carry on Gordon brought down for a big loss all the way back to the 25. 15-yard <laughs> loss, wow. So for a minute, I thought that was Miller, but that was Keeples that shot through there. He kind of looked like Miller, <laughs> yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So big loss. Brings up second down now and 25 here for the Warriors. Going in the wrong direction. They'll send Isaiah Pizzo way out on the far side of the field. Two wideouts over here on the near side. This is the short side. One running back out of the shotgun. Pass comes over here to the sideline. Caught complete Durrett. Durrett run out of bounds at around the 36-yard line. There to shove him out of bounds was Bryce Stoddard there for the Red Wings. Also, Bailey Novak in on that hit. I'm liking that Waverly has shown that they're even though they're leading, they're not going to stop from throwing the ball, which is exactly what you want to do when you have an early lead like this. Yeah, and running their, their general offense there. So third down and somewhat manageable, third and 14 from their own 36-yard line. Three wideouts now on the far side of the field. Let's see what play they dial up here. Nate Cole, the quarterback, takes a snap, rolls to his left, looking to fill it up. Throws a quick pass out. Caught. Caught over on the far side. Nice play. I think that was Martavian Robinson. No, number 12. Yep. James Tolbert. He's, he's had all day to throw. Yeah. For the most part. And he's he's shifty enough in the pocket where even if a pass rusher does get through, he usually will make a mess. Yeah. And that wasn't like a, a perfect delivery. It was kind of like a dart toss, you know, out to the receiver. <laughs> yeah. But very effective. Great catch. Yes, it was. So it gives a Waverly the first down, first and 10 in St. John's territory at the 45. 20 to 7 is the score. 8.50 to go here in the third quarter. And that's just an absolute backbreaker for St. John's. Yeah. They were looking at second and 25, and the Warriors get the first down out of that. Here's a quick pitch this time. It goes to number three, Blake Johnson. He had to fumble early on, but he held on that time. Takes it to about the 42-yard line. Jackson Williams in on the tackle there for the Red Wings. Four minutes already off the clock here. Yeah. 8.20 to go here in uh, the third. 20-7, to seven, Warriors on top of the Red Wings. Second and seven. Isaiah Pizzo way out on the far side. Dylan Durrett here over on the near side. Looks like Gordon's joining him in the slot. Here's a pass out here. Caught by Durrett. Durrett inside the 40-yard line. May have coughed the ball up, but I think they're saying he was down. That's what it seems like. Yeah, Red Wings got the ball, but they're saying he was down. And we haven't seen... Uh, uh, Respress here in this half, have we? No. I know, he's kind of like the crowd favorite almost, it seems like. You like watching him out Yeah, and he was kind of the standout in that yeah. first half. I don't know if he's banged up at all. I, I don't even think he's out there at the moment. 7.54 to go here in the third. First and 10. Waverly. No, he's out there now. No. No. No, I thought he was over there in the left spot, but that's 13. So first and 10, Waverly from the 35 of St. John's. Oh, handoff goes to 
Blake Johnson who tripped on the yard line there and just went straight down. They truly are just like a running back by committee team. And each running back kind of brings a different element. So Waverly came into the game three and three, St. John's two and four in this shortened season. The MHSA said, okay, you get six regular season games. Everybody gets in the playoffs, so you got a shot at seven games at least. Not a bad compromise for the way things were early on when they were trying to figure out what to do. Maybe it's just a skeptic in me, but I honestly did not think that we were going to see a high school football season at all until even up until the moment they announced it. Yep. Well, you are a little bit cynical for a young fella. <laughs> Here is uh, Waverly with the ball. Cole rolls to his left. It was open. He could have run it, but he passed it instead and completes the pass. And uh, the receiver takes it upfield inside the 20-yard line. He is so cool uh, in the pocket and outside of the pocket. And he's really impressed me tonight. Yeah. A lot of on-target balls. Yeah, and especially going to his left. Yeah. Artavian Robinson, the reception. And finally was brought down by Bryce Stoddard. Got a little, bit of, a little bit of like a Matt Stafford, like sidearm delivery on a lot of these balls. Yeah, that one was perfect. And it, it did look like he had some room to run, too, but he threw it out there and got the first down, first and 10. Waverly, they have it at the 15-yard line of St. John's. Here comes Rusbrus. Oh, no, they're in that <laughs> area where he just bulls his way. He's to the right of the quarterback, Cole. Belkow, here's the red zone. He comes coming. <laughs> oh, well, we got a penalty. We might add a couple players shift in there for Waverly. Ball. Ball start. Ball start. Five-yard penalty to beat first half. Well, it hasn't been the crispest of games no. as far as uh, penalties and fumbles and things. But it, it's been a pretty good matchup, I think. Looks So far, though, it does look like Waverly yeah. may have them in much, the talent. A little too much speed. Yeah. We'll see if that is how it all ends up. St. John's never quits, but uh, right now their backs are against the wall. 20-7, to 7, they're down midway through this third quarter. Waverly's had it the entire quarter. Quick pitch. Running back gets around the right end, has some room, puts the head down. And I believe that might be the first carry here this evening for Jahai Wood. Jahi Wood. It's all, it, this kind of reminds me almost of like Ohio State versus Michigan where there's guys coming in left and right that are just like really good athletes. Yeah, running backs after running backs here. <laughs> wow. And it's, it's every time it looks like the play's even get strung out and then they just beat him to the corner every time on these sweeps. So Woods gets the first down. He showed some good quickness there. That makes it first down and goal from the five-yard line. Pizzo out on the far side. Nate Cole takes a snap, keeps it himself, takes it up the middle. It's going to be stopped just short of the two-yard line, it looks like. Stacked up by that front wall of the Red Wings, Grandy and Prince, along with Aiden Conneval there and on the tackle. Looked like maybe uh, big number 79, a sophomore, Dominic Worrell, in on that tackle, too. He's a big kid. Second and goal, Waverly. They lead it 20 to 7. They've used all the third quarter clock so far. Five and a half minutes to go. Cole out of the shotgun from the two yard line. Keeps it himself. Takes it up the middle. It's going to be close. They're saying in. Two yard touchdown run. Quarterback Nate Cole. He's had a nice game here. Quite a drive for Waverly right there. And speaking of, the drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. 
And the player of the game tonight is brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. And the Cellular Connection in St. John's, your local Verizon authorized retailer, has a wide selection of the latest smartphones, smartwatches, tablets, jetpacks, and accessories from all the top wireless brands. Whether you're looking for a phone for your business, your family, or just for you, their experienced reps can help you connect to what matters to you on the network more people rely on. Stop on into Cellular Connection, your local Verizon store at 800 South U.S. 27 in the Southgate Plaza next to Little Caesars. PAT no good, just off to the left. 26-7, though, Waverly on top of St. John's. Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers and Pennzoil are teaming up for a free gas giveaway. Stop stop in to any of the 16 Fast Eddie locations and register to win a $2,000 gas card. And while you're there, get a full service oil change and a car wash for one low price. Fast Eddie's takes pride in taking care of your vehicle both inside and out. Fast Eddie's family owned and part of communities all over Michigan for over 40 years. Go to fasteddiescarcare.com to see rules, entry, details, and options. Well, the Red Wings really got their hands full right now, young man. 26-7, they trail it. They certainly do, and definitely not the offense that's conducive to, to try to mount a comeback right now. Not sure what you do at this stage. You just... You got to try to get some big plays, you know, if you can get Miller out in the open, but Waverly knows they got to get him the ball. Here's the kick. Fielded at around the 10 yard line. That is Miller up to the 15, 20, 25, up to about the 28 yard line where he's brought down there. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out. Getting each call right. That's right. Game officials enjoy the competition and seek profession. Perfection, just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. In Big Ten uh, Friday night, football Maryland over Minnesota right now. Wow. In the second quarter, 21-14. to 14. St. John's with it. Split backs. Wide out to the right. Here's a pitch to Miller. Puts the head down. Gets up t- close to the 30-yard line, so only a couple yards gained. That's got to make you a little bit nervous that Michigan's week one offensive clinic was maybe a little bit of a mirage. A little bit. I think it was a little bit of a mirage. Maryland is supposed to be a lot better this season, but, uh, you know, let's take it for what it was worth. It was a, it was a Michigan butt-kicking over a pretty highly touted Minnesota team. Now, we'll see, like you've, I think you said on our podcast, we'll see when the year's all done what Minnesota ends up doing, but still, you looked at that Michigan team on the road Saturday night, showed a lot of promise. Yeah. And you got to wonder, man, if you're St. John's, they're still going with the huddle up. Yep. Connavell gets the carry that time, two or three yards on that carry. I mean, I'm all about, you know, sticking to your guns, but at what point at this late in the season, win or go home, like, maybe just wheel it out. Yeah, you almost got to. I agree with you there. 26-7, to they're down. But uh, they're not changing anything. I mean, that's the way the Red Wings are, and that's what they're going to keep doing. And so... Dance with, uh, what is the saying? Like, dance, dance with, with who a, took you. Yeah. Dance with Brung you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, everyone gets into the playoffs, but... Split backfield. Uh, frankly, I mean, it's been a little bit of a disappointing season. St. John's is consistently 7-8 win team. Here's a pass out to Conovell in desperation, and Conovell is swarmed under. It's just a lot of speed here for Waverly. 
Conneville maybe got a yard on that one. In on the tackle for the Warriors, Cameron Johnson. Also in on that hit was Blake Johnson. I mean, we've talked a lot about Waverly speed, but how about these guys up front? I mean, St. John's has been almost unable to do anything on the ground at all. I mean, Manny Cole and Joe Botello, just a couple of these defensive linemen, and they're making it really tough on the Red Wings. Yeah, and I mean, no heights or weights listed or years. But they're big. <laughs> they are big. Yeah, that, the front two guys there are studs for Waverly. So Red Wings will be forced to punt here, fourth down. Teeple. Teeples drops back. Now the quick punt. And blocked. Waverly picks it up because I don't know why. That's another thing. You know, St. John's keeps running that play. You know they're going to punt it. <laughs> and now it's blocked by Waverly. And they're going to get the ball in great field position here, yeah. leading it 26 to 7. It's a landslide, and it's just kind of starting to steamroll. Yeah, it's starting to steamroll. Midstay Sales and Service in St. John's has the outdoor power to make your fall cleanup to-do list a done list in no time. During the still fall sale, you can buy a new leaf blower or chainsaw at a great price. Right now, save big on a new mower with rebates up to $500 on select models. Get great deals and financing up to 0% for 48 months. Midstate Sales and Service on M21, just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Midstate Sales and Service is a proud supporter of the high school sports on Z92.5, the castle. Well, it'll be Waverly with the ball. First and 10 from the 25-yard line of St. John's. I'm Ted the Sports Guy with Jared Fattel filling in for Bart Matthews. Bart's enjoying himself wherever he's at tonight. First and ten from the 25, Waverly uh, brings a man to the sideline. So they had 12 men on the field. Yeah. Now a lot of discombobulation yeah. there. Definitely confused. Take the snap. And there's the penalty and, flag. Yep. Handoff comes this way, the ball carrier. Run out of bounds. That was carry on Gordon. Brock Miller. Brock Miller in on that tackle, but yeah, 12 men were on the field. One came running out late. That makes it real easy to make that call yeah. <laughs> when you come from the huddle and come off the See, field. I think it's bizarre how they just let the play, as soon as the ball is snapped, they throw the flag. Like, yeah. Why not just blow it dead right there, call the penalty, back them up five? Ah, I don't know. St. John's declines that penalty. I guess that's why, because if they end up keeping you in the backfield, they'll just decline it. Yep, second down and 10 from the 25. 26-7, Waverly on top. They'll send number 22 way down on the far side, Evan Walker. They're going left to right as we see it here, wearing the black uniforms. Here's the handoff to the tailback. He has just popped down. It's an even clowny hit. That was. That was high wood. Not very big. Had a big carry a little while ago, but that time trying to take it up the middle, man. He ran into some big bodies, including number 60, Chris Prince, who brought him down. Yeah, he blew the offensive lineman back into the backfield, right back into the running back. So a couple yards loss on that try. Third and 12 coming up here for the Warriors. And every single time the the Waverly has had a third or a fourth and long, they've converted, it seems like. Just absolute back-breaking. So let's see what Coach Pizzo lines up here. He sends his son Isaiah Pizzo out on the far side. Out of the shotgun, the quarterback play action. Nate Cole throws it to Pizzo over in the far corner. Up, he catches it. Tremendous play. Let's see. Yes. What a job there. 27-yard touchdown strike. Pizzo set up the DB perfectly and hauled it in. 
And I think Coach Andy Schmidt wanted an offensive pass interference call. He's not happy on the St. John's sideline. I didn't see it. There was a little contact, but he kind of just screened himself. Now we get a penalty flag, maybe excessive celebration here on Waverly. Yeah, the helmet came off uh, for the quarterback call, and I believe that's what the penalty is going to be. Cannot do that. 15-yard penalty. Hey, he's excited. Threw a, a rope on the sideline. Yeah, there. he was fired up. So it goes against uh, Waverly, but the points will stay on the board. The broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSC-FM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and Z925, the Castle, and SportsNetMichigan.com. So the penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. All of a sudden, the Warriors up 32-7. to And I think the tail of the game is going to be that with about a minute 30 left in the game, Coach Andy Schmidt decided to kind of get greedy and go for the trick play instead of maybe just taking it to halftime down by a score. You might be right. James Tolbert kicks up the PAT. 33-7, Waverly. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC and I'm 21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Buick Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of the high school sports on Z92.5. The Castle. Victory Heating and Cooling. Serving all of Michigan is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling. Featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 999-224-7171. Fowlerville uh, in a slugfest against Hazlitt, three nothing after three quarters. Old school. That's what you think of. Think of Big Ten football, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Seems to be transitioning a little bit. You mentioned the Maryland, uh, Minnesota score. Then we saw Michigan last week and Ohio State, of course, the last five or six years oh, since yeah. Ever Meyer's taken over. They put up points. Your boy there, Brendan Sullivan, must be having a big game. Forty to nothing. They lead Lapeer. I'll be interested to see if Davison struggles a little bit come playoff time because they haven't played really anyone all regular season. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're the defending state champions, so we'll see what they. I'm can not do. saying they're pretenders. I'm just saying you got to <laughs> think teams that have been tested all season long. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They have not. And, of course, Sullivan going on to play Big Ten football at Northwestern. Hopefully he gets a shot to play there. I would think so because, I mean, we were just talking about teams putting up points in the Big Ten. Northwestern is not one of them. Other than last week. I mean, they had a big win. They put some points on the board last week. I forget who they beat. Maryland. Was it Maryland? Okay. But still, I think they put 40 up on the board. It might be an improved season here for Pat. Here is the fake this time. And Teeples keeps it, keeps it himself. He faked it to Miller, so they used Brock as a decoy, and Teeples took it up the middle for about a six-yard game. That's a play I'm not sure if St. John's has ever run in the history of St. John's football. A little <laughs> quarterback read option just sweep play there. <laughs> you, you That's times call for extra measures. You, you, might be, you, you might be exaggerating a little bit, but it's possible. I don't know. You, you watch many of well, that's true. Or, I know they weren't running that back in the 1950s. No, that's very true. So we're down to a minute 20 to go here in the third. 
St. John sends a couple players out this way. They'll spread it out a little bit, going right to left. Peoples takes a snap, hands it off to Miller on the sweep, coming this way, running out of real estate. Waverly does a nice job of reading it, but it looks like Miller may have gotten enough for the first down as we're looking right down that angle. And on the tackle was Jacoby Respris and also Ty Miller. We're under a minute to go here in the third quarter. It's interesting how St. John's didn't go to this kind of shotgun hurry-up offense last possession, and now down 33-7, to I guess now is desperation mode, where they've now gone to it. Yeah, a good call. They're trying to spread it out, and they're moving the ball a little bit. Miller in motion. They fake the sweep to him, and again, Teeples keeps it, but then coughs it up. We didn't hear a whistle. Who's on top of the ball? I think St. John's was able to come back and get it. But you can tell that St. John's maybe doesn't have very many plays in the playbook. They've ran the same play back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Right. So the Red Wings do recover it. Ethan Gibson. That was Ethan Gibson falling on the football, but that's going to be the last play of the third quarter. So three in the books, 33-7. to St. John's trailing Lansing Waverly. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, auto owners insurance, and the McKenzie and Crosby insurance agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to ensure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto owners insurance, the no problem people. Call the McKenzie and Crosby insurance agency today at 989-224-2479 or visit McKenzieCrosby.net. McKenzie and Crosby insurance agency, your independent auto insurance agency. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's offers America's largest trailer selection, so you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall sales events, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers, plus take advantage of their easy financing program with payments from 69 a month with approved credit. They work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment for the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices. Call Bex or visit BexTrailersStore.com. I didn't know that right here in Chihuahua County we have the biggest trailer superstore in the entire country. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, they do have uh, trailers all over the place, and they're one of our longtime sponsors. We really do appreciate all the people at Bex. If you're looking for a deal on a on a, any kind of trailer, they've got it right there on their lot. They have a great inventory. Fourth quarter ready to go here on Z92.5 with Jared Fattel. I'm Ted Fattel. Just creeping up on the 9 o'clock hour. Here are the Red Wings. Teeples, play action. Oh, getting off. Kinds oh, no. of pressure. Throws a pass out. Looked like uh, he had an eligible receiver. Um, looked like it was in the vicinity of Jack Ballard. So, But it looks like the refs are going to talk it over, though. I think I, I think you got to th- – there's no flag. I think it, they had a guy close enough. Teebles is definitely pleading his case to the refs yeah, right now. There was a legitimate receiver there, and the referees are going to give him the break there. Good job by the men in stripes. <laughs> So it's incomplete and saves a big loss, too. Called a pretty clean game. Uh, The referees, you can tell that it's definitely a playoff crew. Mm -hmm. No mistakes, at least from our vantage point. No, nice job by the refs. I know there's a little bit of a ref shortage. Yeah, Um, they had to play some games on... uh, Thursday Thursdays, yeah, and some games at 5 o'clock on a Friday to try to fit everything in. And some, they're playing some Saturday games because of that, too. 
So St. John's looking at third down and 10, the ball at the 42-yard line of Waverly. We're early on here in the fourth quarter, 33-7, the Warriors. Teeple's back to throw, has Miller out here this way. Breaks past one man, cuts across the 40-yard line, tripped up at about the 37. I'm surprised that St. John's doesn't have a different screen of some sort under their wing T setup. Yeah. Usually every time they ran a screen, it's been a little wide receiver tunnel screen to Miller. Yep. And that one gets them to fourth down in about six. Ball at the 38-yard line of Waverly. If I'm Coach Andy Schmidt, uh, if you have any sort of trick plays in your playbook, why not whip them out now? Now's the time. It's going to be probably the last game of a lot of your seniors' career. Might as well have some fun. Maybe a double pass, maybe a hook and ladder. We'll see what they dial up here. Teeple try, trying to go long count. Does take it. Rolls to his left, throws a pass out towards the sideline. Incomplete, intended for Gabe Cleland. Just a little bit short. Would have been a first down, but couldn't quite haul it in. So 11 minutes to go. 33-7 Waverly, they have the ball. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in-school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the values the value excuse me and values of educational athletics so we have uh, I think we have a timeout on the field there's I don't know if it's official timeout look like there was a St. John's player was down over on the far side that was Teeples but he pops back up yep. and looks like they're going to get play back on here yep if that was Cleveland over there on the far sideline so Waverly very impressive tonight yeah. after a slow start and if you minimize some of those fumbles, really the only person that stopped Waverly is themselves. I don't yeah. think they've punted thus far. No, I don't think they have. You're right. They send a man in motion. Martavian Robinson gets the call on the sweep. Cuts back upfield, running hard. Crosses the 40 to about the 45. They, they got some athletes. Yeah, they seriously do. I mean, Martavian Robinson, is that his first carry of the night? And Might he takes been. about 12 yards right off the rip. Or yeah. 8 yards, excuse me. Yeah, good. Because a couple guys miss. Good carry. Well, we're going to have a player of the game we'll have to announce here tonight, along with the drive of the game. Is it possible that it could be an entire, like, skill position group? Could I don't think so. We, we, well, we can, we can name whatever we want. We have full authority. You've given me the full authority, I thought. <laughs> well, I have the final veto, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> here is our man. Couple of flags late. Oh boy. But man, Rustus Kite, you couldn't tackle him? No. That was a that was a fifty four yard touchdown run if it stands. I think it'll stand and it'll be probably a dead ball. He might be running away with the player of the game. Very, very possible. Let's see. I'm going to write it down. I think they're going to count it. I don't know. The Waverly. Maybe not. They're kind of huddled around the, right around where the flags were. They might be expecting this. But then again, on the St. other hand, you have St. John's getting ready right to the, the goal team. line. Yeah. Now, was that, a, was that a pass or a run? I've lost my train of thought there. <laughs> I think it was a run. I thought so, too. Against the offense. 15-yard it's still going to be a first down, but I don't believe it's a touchdown. Oh, I think wow. it's going to be a spot from the spot of the foul, so they're going to back it all the way up to like about the 35-yard line. So what was the penalty? 
Unsportsmanlike penalty, I believe, it was a late hit or a, cr- or a crackback block. Oh um, man, you hate those penalties. I mean, it, while it's the play Waverly, was going, Waverly's lucky that they they have a huge lead. But you hate those penalties, especially if you're Resperus, who just had a highlight run that's probably not even going to be on his highlight film. Now. No, well, he, he could keep it on his highlight. Film, Usually, right? though, what they, they do they is they uh, at least if they use huddle, yeah, the penalties are not kept. Oh, so he's got to be kicking himself. Yeah, no kidding. So here's the handoff this time. Number three with the carry. Comes this way, takes a shot. That's uh, Blake Johnson. I mean, we've harped on it a lot, but it's impressive that Waverly is basically just plugging anyone on the roster in the backfield, and they're making guys mess. Yeah. So it's a first down. Keeps the, they'll start the clock back up with 9.45 to go on this chilly October 30th evening. Halloween tomorrow. You got big Halloween plans, Jared? Not necessarily. I know. I mean, I have a, a girlfriend now, so she was really excited to do a couple's costume, but with COVID and all the other underlying issues going on around right now, uh, staying in, inside, going to watch some college football. Yeah. Here is Respris with a carry dive up the middle for about three yards. Yeah. In your age group especially, I mean, Halloween's a big night. Was that a right? thing when you were, like, uh, growing up? Was, like, you know, college parties, dress up as a couple? Is that a thing? Uh, not, no, not really. No. Not back in wow, those days. Oh, too cool for Halloween back in those days. I guess so. We're more into mischief. <laughs> but it's a big thing now, right? I mean, going uh, to Halloween parties all dressed up yeah. in different costumes, his and her stuff. Fun, who, I love how people, who, even when you were in school, like maybe you were in middle school or something, they thought they were too cool for trick-or-treating. Now, me, no. No. I enjoyed it back at that age. Here is a sweep around the right end. Brock Miller does a nice job defensively there for St. John's as he brought down Blake Johnson. I know our compadre there, Matt Burns, was a huge uh, trick-or-treat costume guy as a youngster. And, uh, you know, how were you? I mean, I was the king of Halloween. That's how I like to describe it. I, you know, a lot of people on Halloween night, they're, like you talked about, the mischief. They're a little bit more worried about me making out with their girlfriend or something like that. I was worried about the candy. Candy. Most importantly, Skittles. So what I would do is get as much candy as I can, and then afterward trade with my brothers or my friends to acquire as many Skittles as I could. All (laughs) about the Skittles. I'm not a huge Skittles fan. Give me a Reese's any day. Here's a snap. Third down and a... About a dozen. Pass over the middle. Almost picked oh. off. Knocked up in the air a couple times by St. John's linebacker that time, number 42, Jack Ballard. But it's incomplete. I believe that's Cole's first incompletion of the second half. Yeah, he's had a nice game himself. So brings up third down and 12. Clock stopped with 8.03 to go. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. So Waverly will break their huddle. Dylan Durrett goes out on the far side. Over here on the near side, Isaiah Pizzo that had that last touchdown. They're looking his way. Cole sends him downfield, throws a little wobbler up in the air, but Pizzo catches it in the end zone. 27-yard touchdown pass. Man, they've got a couple of different wide receivers who can go up and get it, don't they? They do. And that one just floated in the air and... St. John's, frankly, didn't cover it very well. Postal Connections in St. John's is more than just a pack-and-ship store. Get business services like copying and faxing, plus printing supplies like ink and toner. Postal Connections is your local choice for professional and promotional printing for letterhead, envelopes, brochures, and business cards. Get your packages where they need to go with shipping by FedEx, UPS, DHL, and U.S. Postal. Stop in. 
to see their cool variety of gifts and products. Postal Connections in the Southgate Plaza, US 27 in St. John's, online at postalconnections207.com. Alejandro Marcias will kick it. It's blocked at the line of scrimmage. So about the only thing that hasn't worked real well for them is their kicking game, but it doesn't matter. They're on top 39-7 to with just under 8 to go. Mercantile Bank's mortgage team wants to help you open doors, whether you're opening the door to your first home or need more room for your growing family. Maybe you have questions about your refinancing options or down payment assistance programs. Their mortgage lenders can help you find the program that's right for you and your budget. So talk to them today and work together to help open doors. Visit them at workbank.com slash mortgage to find a lender near you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Minnesota, Maryland, and a slugfest. 21-21. Final. But what is the description of a slugfest? I always thought a slugfest was like a 3-0 to zero score. But you just used it in like a shootout. It, it's whatever I want to come up with. <laughs> and, you know, you know. Well, I don't know. Well, what do you just Is it just a close game? Is that what you just Close describe? game, okay. I guess, yeah. Uh, this wasn't so close. Corona beat Birch Run 57-6. Not a bad opener for the Cavaliers. Pretty good draw for Corona. I know that basically it's, in my view, it seems to be a collision course for them to face Frankenmuth in the district final. Which yeah. Will be at Frankenmuth and Frankenmuth. Classic option school. Gotta well, love it. Yeah. I, I, one of my memories of doing the game, I did a game back when Montrose played at Frankenmuth, and it was uh, just a tremendous blizzard. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. Couldn't see the yard lines. It was There was at least six inches of snow on the field. Here's Brock Miller fielding the kick at the 20. Breaks a tackle at the 25 and then surges up to about the 30-yard line. So we're down to 7.47 to go here. 39-7 Waverly. Mid-state sales and service in St. John's is the outdoor power to make your fall cleanup to-do list a to-done list. In no time. During the still fall sale, you can buy a new leaf blower or chainsaw at a great price. Right now, save big on a new blower... It's up to $500 on select models. Get great deals and financing up to 0% for 48 months. Mid-state sales and service on M21. Just a quarter mile west of DeWitt Road in St. John's. Mid-state sales and service is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 Castle. Tipo still in there. Quarterback hands it off to uh, Miller. Now, maybe at this time of the game, too, you might want to start filtering in some of the backups here. You know it's your final game. I, yeah, season. I don't necessarily... Don't agree. agree. I mean, if you're a quarterback, senior quarterback, Caleb Teebles, might as well keep him out there. Uh, okay. The last time he's probably going to play football for the rest of his life. Might as well have him enjoy it. I, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, the way, the way you look at it, you might not appreciate it now, but every second you can spend on a football field is a good second. Well, Whether you're winning or losing. That part I do understand. Playing under the Friday night lights, there was nothing like it. This is a nice field. They have pretty sweet lights here, too. Very well lit. They're, it's so well lit, your, uh, transition. your shades transition <laughs> to blue. So it, I've kind of viewed this whole entire game under a blue lens. So credit to me for uh, powering through. <laughs> St. John's with a handoff. Not much gain there. Losing our train of thought a little bit here. 39-7. to 7. Warriors on top. How are we doing on our commercials, by the way? We, we've Have we gone through the book already once? Yep, gone through the book already. Oh, About perfect. to go through it twice. All right, that's so. cool. Sponsors getting a little extra coverage tonight because I love them so much. Love that. We love to get our sponsors a word out there. And, you know, if you're ever in any of these sponsors you hear in these games, tell them you listen to these games. They really appreciate it. They want to know what uh, what they're spending their money on, too. They want to know you're listening. 
Here is Brock Miller. Hits the handoff around the left end. Has first down yardage. The Red Wings will keep the ball and take it up to about the 45-yard line. So they'll move the chains. Six minutes and 20 seconds to go here in this one. So big number 64 checking in. Nathan Morris for the Warriors. Going to try and plug a hole up there in the middle of the line. 39-7, they lead it. Impressive win here by Waverly in their first home appearance here at Marizita Field. Here's a dive play up the middle on the ball carrier that time. That was uh, Aiden Conneval. Not much gained that time. So what do you think it is that's kind of, I mean, St. John's is kind of underwhelmed a little bit this year. They obviously lost a lot of senior talent from last year's playoff team, but still, I mean, in a program like that, they're pretty much, you know, playoff win or bust every single year. Yeah, I think they're a little young, even just looking up front. You know, they start a sophomore lineman, a junior center, so they're a little young. But I, I expect them to bounce back next year. It's a pretty solid program. Here's play action. Teeple's looking to throw. He has a man wide open and just overshoots him. He had Bryce Stoddard open at about the 30-yard line of Waverly. Defended there by number 11, not on the roster, so he must be a real young kid. So it stops the clock with 5.16 to go in this one. Yeah, it's a rarity. I mean, Teebles obviously misses an open guy there, but in a quarterback in the wing tee offense, he's not usually asked to be throwing passes all over the field, which he's kind of had to do the second half since they've been trailing by so many. Yeah. So they'll spread out this time. They'll bring Gabe Cleland over here this way. Three wide outs on this side of the field. Teeples back to throw, throws a little swing pass out, complete the Stoddard. He crosses midfield. Going to be short of the first down, but it'll bring up fourth and probably a couple once they reset the ball down to five minutes to go here. Assistant coaches have left the uh, press box now. Going to join the team down on the field. Fourth down and a couple. Under five minutes to play. Yeah, and if I'm St. John's, I'm I'm getting that bus ready, uh, nice and warm. Get it warm, just up. like what we should be doing. I uh, know. If we had a third person, we could send them warm up the van. Yeah, thanks, Bart. <laughs> it won't take much to warm that thing up, though. Fourth down. Teeples takes the hand, takes a snap, hands it off to Brock Miller. Has first down yardage across the 40 to about the 35. Well, you talked about it, you know, the seniors staying in there. Brock Miller still running hard. There is something to be said for that. He he runs every carry like it's his last. He does. Gotta love it. Very aggressive. Probably the MVP of this uh, St. John's team this season. Does it all. I mean, we we mentioned it in their first game against Williamston. Uh, he's kind of like a Jabril Peppers type player. Right. So here is... Uh, Miller again getting the carry. Gets across the 30-yard line. Brought down there by Manny Cole. Also, do you remember your last game much? No, I, yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I, I remember it pretty well for a, a bad reason. We lost. And I, I just have memories of how we lost that game. You know, we had a couple of just crucial penalties. We played Duran to end the season, and a couple juniors had penalties, you know, personal foul penalties that cost us a chance to win. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, and yeah, you're here, Sogmile, subbing everybody out. And yeah, you still remember vividly. 
Yeah. How the game ended. Yeah. That was wow, how long ago? About yeah. 70 years ago? <laughs> it was a long time ago. That joke's such a layup nowadays. It is, I know. It's getting a little old, but uh, we'll keep throwing okay. it. I don't care. But I do remember missing football greatly afterwards, the next year. And I know yeah. we talked about that before. You know, if you don't have a chance to go play at the next level, that's it. You aren't playing football anymore. Here's Brock Miller getting the pitch around the right end, and he slips down, and we got a penalty flag. Might be an illegal block here, possibly, on the Red Wings. And it looks like Miller might be. He's got a couple shake guys down. Yeah, two players down, the man who hit him. Now Miller gets up. But we do have a Waverly player down. It's been physical out here tonight, and I don't know what the temperature is. I'm going to guess it's probably in the high 30s right about now. So it's a little chilly. So we got an injured player on the field while they tend to him. Take a listen to this. If your car becomes a victim of deer collision, KP Auto Body in St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glasswork, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hetler's Towing, so you get 24-7 dependable service. KP and Hetler and Towing are proud sponsors of high school sports on Z94 Castle. Appleby Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs in 75, and they are proud to serve Shawasee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. Well, all the Waverly players are kind of kneeled down, and they're, uh, the medical staff looking at the player that's down. I didn't see the number. Can't even quite tell what they're what they're checking him. It looks like he might be sitting up, and they might be looking at his uh, left shoulder, but we'll keep an eye on that. While we do that, take a listen to this from the MHSAA. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition, competition without contentiousness sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself let's all work together to not only be good sports but good people a message from the michigan high school athletic association promoting the value and values of educational athletics memorial health care is committed to the safest and highest quality care for every patient you are their number one priority because you deserve the best for yourself and your loved ones only one hospital in mid-michigan earned an a for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations that's memorial health care they are number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-michigan the choice is yours the choice is clear the choice is memorial health care well this time out's gonna it's kind of cutting into your uh, chicken sandwich time there jared it is it's well i can't tell I can't tell what the injury is, but the kid, he definitely looks like he is. He's hurt because they're not they're not trying to get him to the sideline or anything. I don't see, like, an ambulance here on site. You know, did they have them in your day? I mean, back when I played, there was always an ambulance out yeah. in the outfield. I believe it's almost mandatory, I think, uh, for high school football games. There doesn't seem to be one here tonight, though. It looks like they're going to bring the Gator out onto the field right now, though, and put the young man on that and that's kind of put a damper on the end of this game i mean yeah. that, you know there was never any doubt 39 to 7 that waverly was going to come away with the win you just totally hate to see a, a situation like this for sure 
I'm not sure where the where the gator is going to get into the stadium. Yeah, I'm not sure what uh, exactly the plan is here. Yeah, well, definitely we have an injured Waverly player in both teams now just trying to kind of regroup on the sideline. We'll use this time to tell you how Waverly dominated. St. John, their seven points, St. John's their seven points came on uh, with eight seconds to go in the, the first quarter. So they scored first, took a 7 nothing lead, but it's been domination by Waverly from that point on. A six-yard and eight Cole run, a nine-yard pass from Cole to Martavian Robinson. I think the play of the game was the 10-yard interception by Manny Cole that kind of put the exclamation point on Waverly you know, they were going to win this game. That put them up 20-6 to six at the half. And then uh, Waverly scored again in the third quarter a couple times. A two-yard run by Cole. 27-yard pass, Cole to Isaiah Pizzo. And then Cole found Pizzo again with 7.56 to go. So the quarterback, Pizzo's had a heck of a game. All yeah, Cole, Cole's really impressed as a quarterback. I mean, especially in the second half. I mean, he's pretty much hit all of his receivers. And what's impressed me the most is his elusiveness, like in the pocket and on the perimeter. He's really hard to bring down for pass rushers. Absolutely. And Respis had a good game, too, from the running back position. He had a 54-yard touchdown waved off here in the third quarter. Or he'd have some big numbers on this final. Ovidelsi not moving on. They lose to Almont 34 to nothing. That's from the Twitter scoreboard here. Take another look, see what other scores we might have. Looks like a final that we had. Uh, Fowlerville uh, defeated Hazlitt 10 to nothing. Poama Westphalia 46 to 14 over Hesperia. Pirates now 6 and 1. Their only loss coming to Lansing Catholic, much larger school. Chesanine over Caro in the fourth quarter, 28 to 17. DeWitt a final, 55 to nothing over Jackson Northwest. So, can you tell if the kid is is he is, is he leaning up or still just laying down there, Jared? I believe to he's still laying down. I mean, there's a good group of people all around oh, him. Oh man, this is yeah, sad. This is see. a terrible situation. And like we talked about, I mean, it's sad that you don't have an ambulance and you know, medical staff right here on hand. But you don't see it. You don't see like coaches or anybody like really in a panic though either. So I'm not sure what the deal is. But it definitely put a hamper, a damper on this game right now. Yeah, you just hope that he's okay. Yeah, no kidding. Well. Scary situation here as we come down the stretch. 310 to go in this one, 39 to 7. Well, we know you're watching Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow. How about you gonna watch the Lions on Sunday? <laughs> I don't know. I, at this point, it, it, I will watch uh, because if they do win, it definitely makes the playoff picture a little bit more interesting. Yes. But man, oh man, I just it's been a really roller coaster of a series season. A lot of people, a lot of Lions fans are kind of clinging, thinking that they're really turning it around. But really, it's just been the schedule that they've been playing. Yeah, I'm kind of in on the fence a little bit there. I'm, I'm excited that they're 3-3, three and three, that there's still something to play for. Tomorrow's going to be a key. You know, will they fall flat or will they come out and play, or I mean Sunday, will they come out and play an inspired game yeah. you know, and, and keep it rolling, keep the momentum going, you know? I would expect them to play inspired, but... 
You never know with the Matt Patricia coach team. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and lay just a total egg. <laughs> well, it's a home game, so that'll help them a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, no fans. Right, but right. But, I mean, I they're sitting in their own beds. Don't have to, they don't have to travel away, yep, right. sleep in their own beds. Well, score is 39-10 to 10 here, or 39-7, to 7, rather, 3-10 to go. I don't know. I don't know when the last time I've ever seen anything like this. The Waverly player just laying on the field, and you know, no, no ambulance or anything here. No. I... And we don't know who it is either. We haven't been able to pick up the number. But it's just a bizarre finish here from Waverly. I don't know, Jared. This is a just a strange situation. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I really don't know the way about it. I don't. It's crazy to me that they're that, uh, even if they did call in, and I, we can see the ambulance actually pulling in in the distance right now is it? in the parking lot. Yep. Okay. Just across the uh, field to the other the, the way bleachers, you can see it pulling in here. Oh, finally, yeah. Oh. Jeez, oh, Pete. Man, you just hope that it's nothing too serious because it was a little bit of a delayed time getting here. They don't seem to be in much of a hurry. Well, it does scare you, you know. I mean, if you're sitting here in the stands and you know, have a have a medical situation like a heart attack or something, I mean, man, they're not getting to you very quick. Oh. Well, finally, we do get some medical attention here. and Man, what a scary deal to finish this game. I feel like uh, you know, we're announcers in a rain delay here, trying to. It really, it is like it's a, it's a, almost like as if it's a baseball game. Yeah. You know how boring those are, so you got to <laughs> fill a lot of time with those. <laughs> well, we don't have stats that we can pass on to you, but we do know this: that Waverly's on their way to their fourth win of the season and a playoff victory. And you almost at this point too, with 3:10 to go, you know. Just call it. I know. That's you what's kind of, I'm surprised that they've even, because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, three times games clearly already decided here. I know that right. if a lot of these guys last game, that they're probably going to play, but some things are bigger than, you know, taking a few snaps on the field here in a Ab blowout. Absolutely. And everybody's concerned right now is the young man there on the field for Waverly. They haven't seen a lot of movement going on. It was a hard hit. I know that. Let's just hope that maybe uh, you know it's a sh it's a stinger is what they call it, and nothing more serious than that. But they're being they're being or cautious on the side of safety too. Anytime yeah. there's a, I, I got to believe at this point it is a head injury, you know, and they just want to make sure that they weren't going to move him. Yeah, you, know, you got to be careful in that situation. Exactly. That's why we got the medical staff now. Finally, is here. They know how to deal with this with this type of deal. 39-7. St. John's uh, losing here to Waverly. This has probably been... What, the Red Wings now no, are all... they're all... Were they coming to take a knee? Kind of yeah. to pray? Gosh. That's a, that's a show of respect here. What is going on? Here's some taunting going on. So Waverly's going to win this game. 
about getting some, getting some gears in at the Red Wings' expense. It's a battle of the fans now. <laughs> Got to do something to pick it up a little bit. I wish we could tell who the player was. He, they're they're doing a good job, yeah, keeping very cautious, keeping him still. Well, we'll be back on the air. I'm pretty sure it'll be next Friday night. We haven't got it locked in our schedule yet, but we're probably going to be over in Corona, be my guess, for the Cavaliers' second-round matchup. We're also going to hop on the new Lothar bandwagon here before too long. They had a bye tonight. They had a bye, and uh, Langsburg had a bye. It would be an interesting game to see how that would shape up, a New Lothar versus Corona. I think New Lothar would probably be you know, heavy favor in that one, three or four scores, but still it would be cool to see. It's a matchup you never see, which I'm surprised about. I'd love to, well, I've talked about it on air and on record many, many times. I'd, I'd love to see Corona join that mid-Michigan Athletic yeah. Conference. I mean, it's a, just a natural fit for them. Otisville, Lakeville, they should be out. They just can't compete. They're not any kind of rival. And uh, it just would make sense for Corona somewhere down the line to, to join that league. Yeah, it, it really makes sense. I don't understand why we ever, the Shiawassee County area, ever got away from, you know, Corona, Ovidelsi, Owasso, right. uh, Neolthra, Byron. Uh, Duran, Chesaning, all those kind of similar-sized, you know, Class B schools, why they all kind of aren't in a conference already. Well, yeah, I mean, they did finally get together, most of them, other than the Cavaliers, and there was there was some bad blood that had developed throughout uh, a, about 20-year stretch there, but uh, I think that's all behind now. Hopefully they can get together. Boy, this is, this is unreal here. They're just taking forever to put the young man on the gurney. Now, I think in these situations, they have like a flat board that they put on the ground and just kind of slide underneath them so you don't move. Yeah. And then lift them up onto the gurney from there. Well, our, our thoughts are, and prayers are with this kid, that's for sure. It's a terrible way to, uh, to leave it here on the field. I don't know if he's a senior or not. We have no idea. But they finally get him up and get him on the gurney. Kind of an important reminder that, you know, at the end of the day, it's just football. Right. Just football, and it's also, it, it can be dangerous at times, yeah. for sure. You know, we got COVID going on. We got uh, hitting going on on the field, you know. The weird time. Looks like the Waverly team all gathered around now, looking at their fallen teammate. So pretty much tomorrow, are you just zeroed in on uh, Michigan, Michigan State? Is there any other college games that are any interest to you at all tomorrow on the schedule? I think mostly right now it's just Michigan, Michigan State yeah. at noon. And then from there, it's it's not necessarily, I mean, you got Ohio State versus Penn State, which would have been uh, a huge, huge yeah. game if Penn State hadn't lost to Indiana week one. But I still, still think, a ranked matchup, still, yeah. you know, the, definitely the primetime game tomorrow. But That's the other game I'll probably watch, you know. And the thing that's surprising is that a Penn State usually almost always plays Ohio State very tough, which is weird I because know. you look at Michigan, Michigan handles Penn State usually fairly easy, and then they just get their doors blown off by Ohio State. It's kind of weird that little triangle they have there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the crowd on their feet giving it a round of applause. 
to the young man that's being hauled off. But, man, it's a scary situation. Hopefully we can get an update in the Lansing State Journal tomorrow, hopefully. Or maybe one of the TV news stations will have it tonight. But, man, what a, what a deal there. Now, I wonder if it's something to do with the playoffs where they can't just call this game now because it's kind of, doesn't it seem just kind of weird going out and playing now? It does. Seeing something like that? Yeah. I don't know if it's a, if it's a, you know, MHSA thing. I, I think if both coaches said, hey, let's just call it, I think they could probably do it. But heck, we're going to run, we're going to wind it down. We got 310 to go. We're going to finish this thing off. First round of the playoffs here. It isn't getting any warmer, though, I will tell you that. <laughs> I will say I'm a lot warmer in the second half than I was in the first half. I'm really? not sure what changed. My feet are not cold now. Maybe they've just gone numb. I think yeah. that might be it. I think that's what's happened to mine. Well, I'm not sure what, what the delay is right now. I mean, why why aren't they playing? The ambulance is on the track. There's no reason why you can't start play. There we go. Start the clock back up. St. John's with the football, 39-7. to We made it through that. Brock Miller in at quarterback. Uh, out of the Wildcat. Second down in about five. Here is the handoff. It goes to Aiden Conovell running hard. Takes it up inside the 10. So that'll move the chains. First down and a little goal. bit of deception right there. Yeah. St. John's showing the Wildcat. Then in comes Teeples to take a quick snap and then hand it off to Cannibal. Yeah. Xavier Williams. Thirty-nine to seven. Waverly on top, looking to close this one out. Down to two forty to go. Split backfield. Teeples under center now. Takes a snap. Hands it off to Conaval again. Running between left guard and tackle. And he does it a fumble. It, it may have been. There was a scramble there. Waverly says they have the ball. They and do. They do. <laughs> wow. So St. John's coughs it up back to the Warriors. Merconaval, senior. Just got to hope that's maybe not his last carry of his career. Right. Delta Fire Department ambulance hauling off the Waverly player. Let's just keep our fingers crossed he's going to be okay they do have some good hospitals over here in the lansing area so first and ten waverly looking to just close this one out is that still cole in there quarterback or they got somebody else can't quite tell Looks like it's uh, number 10, Ty Miller. Ty Miller in there. Back up. Waverly calls timeout, so we'll get some extra overtime in from our sponsors here, Jared. How about, is it uh, is it too early for the drive of the game and the player of the game? You want to give it away now? I'd, I'd figure okay. why not. That's, if that's okay We're with you. We're all up to date. We got all those in. Yep, the drive of the game was definitely, if you look at it, I mean, which is brought to you by uh, young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Uh, it has to be the first drive coming out of halftime. Waverly uh, only up by two scores at the time. They marched basically the entire field before finally capping it off uh, with a touchdown. I believe you have it right yeah, there on your stat sheet. Two-yard two run by Nate Cole. Nate Cole finished it off for them, so I think that's definitely the drive of the game. I uh, will go along question with that. Brought to you by Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac in Owasso on M21 in 
Awasa. Yeah, well, we had a penalty. We had a handoff going to Jaheel Rollins, but we have a false start. The backups are in there right now. What about the player of the game? And then you mentioned uh, Nate Cole. I mean, just an all-around great game. Obviously, a little bit of the player's favorite might have been Russ Press, which I think right. you might have been rooting for for the player of the game. But most deservingly was the quarterback, Nate Cole. He stayed alive in the pocket all night. He had a lot of really nice passes and was pretty accurate uh, pretty much on all of his passes, except I only could think of one or two incompletions throughout the night uh, and a few nice touchdown passes to a couple of his tall wide receivers who went up and got it in the end zone. Yeah, I agree with you on that call. When you look at it all said and done, he had just a nice game. And, and the player of the game was brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three generations, three hot takes. Jaheel Rollins on the carry. Got a couple of yards, then brought down. All the backups now getting some playing time with two minutes to go. It'll be second down now and 11 coming up for Waverly. Well, this was a pretty good game for about two and a half quarters until, like you said, that drive just yep. killed St. John's and put them away. It really did. It. But, man, you just got to keep, if you're Coach Andy Schmidt, I feel like Waverly was just a better team today, they were. you know, depending on a play here or play there. I'm not sure if the outcome would have been different. Maybe it would have been a little bit closer, but just a little bit too many weapons. Here's the handoff to quick scat back, Jahai Wood. It's about five yards like around that. the right corner. Saying scat back. Scat back. Is that just like the new term, like a quick back, like a Darren Sproul? No, nah, it's kind of an old school. Back in the 70s, 80s, the Big Ten had little guys that were called scat backs. Eric. Man, I'm glad football has changed. <laughs> Golly. Well, Michigan State back in the day had a guy I'd call a scat back. His name was Eric the Flea Allen. Just a little guy. But he put up, I, I don't remember the exact stats, but he put up like 350 yards in a Big Ten game. Wow. Yeah, Eric the Flea. Well, here's a sweep coming this way. The ball carrier has some pretty good yardage and going to have first down yardage and more as he's hauled out of bounds. Oh, thrown onto the track. Hard hit there by Conneval. That's going to close it out for Waverly. They should just take a knee now. Yep. Yep. Getting that victory formation. So we're going to have a very, very short post game here. We're going to wrap things up. I've already given you the scoring recaps. We've given out our awards. Some big gains. Five yard penalty. Brock Miller had a five-yard touchdown run for St. John's, but then it was all Waverly after that, a six-yard Nate Cole run, a Cole pass from nine yards out to Martavian Robinson. Manny Cole had a big momentum-changing play with a 10-yard interception on an ill-advised pass. He scored two-yard run by Nate Cole, 27-yard pass Cole to Isaiah Pizzo. Pizzo followed that up with a 27-yard pass from Cole to close out the scoring. Uh, well, we had we had a penalty here. Is it sent it back? Third yep, down. Yep, it back down. The clock is going to run. Yep. Looks like Waverly is going to run an actual play here. But they don't need to. They could unless they they took a knee. St. John's nope, and call are, a timeout. Yep, but why do it, right? Yep. And St. John's and Coach Schmidt are just going to let this one run out. Concede. So that's going to do it. The final, thirty-nine to seven. Waverly will move on, and St. John's finishes two and five on the year. We'll be back quick wrap-up right after this back at the studios. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student-athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. 
keeping our high schools and student-athletes in the news. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, you know, you see a team like Waverly celebrating out here, Lansing, Waverly. You know, the three Lansing schools didn't have football this year. They just canceled football, Sexton and uh, Eastern and uh, the other school. Yeah. Waverly got a chance to play. They got a chance to feel playoff victory here. At home. At home. First ever. And now they'll take the... That's the good news. The bad news is to take on DeWitt next week. Yeah. So. <laughs> Enjoy it tonight. Enjoy it tonight. Enjoy it all weekend. But uh, that'll be it. The final score, 39-7. to I'm Ted Fattel. I'll send it to my partner, Jared Fattel, for the final words here from our advertiser. Tonight's game was brought to you by Applebee Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Cellular Connection, Fast Eddie's, Graham's Accounting, KP Auto Body, McKenzie and Crosby Insurance, Three Point Podcast, Memorial Healthcare, Mercantile Bank, Mid-State Sales and Service, Postal Connections, Sports Scene, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet, Cadillac. Well, the Warriors get the win tonight, 39-7 over St. John's. Uh, tune in on Monday to Dave Geronimo in the morning to see where we're at next Friday night. From Jared Vitell and Ted Vitell and Z92.5 The Castle, closing out tonight's show, back to the studio. Don't touch that dial. Z92.5 at Castle, an upbeat variety of the 80s, 90s, and now is next. Hello, Body Shop in Perry and Z92.5 The Castle are proud to salute the Owasso High School and Corona High School Students of the Week. The Corona High School Student of the Week is senior Lily Cadillac. Lily has a 3.50 GPA. Her favorite class is yearbook with Mrs. Halewski. She has been a member of the tennis team for all four years and FFA for four years. Lily is also a member of the yearbook and dance team. She likes to hang out with her friends, spend time with her family, and entertain her dog. She also likes working out and shopping for shoes. Lily's awards include MVP for tennis and most improved. She also received perfect attendance and multiple FFA awards. She plans on doing her fifth year through Baker College to earn her medical assistant degree, and then after that wants to transfer to SVSU to study to become a registered nurse. The Owasso High School Student of the Week is sophomore Quentin Ran. His favorite class is science. He likes to learn new things on the internet and play creative video games. The people that have inspired him most are his grandmother and Mrs. McClung, his middle school teacher. Quentin is described as an actively participating student in class that demonstrates good character. He says he plans to keep putting forth effort to reach his goals. C925 The Castle would like to thank Joe's Body Shop and Perry for sponsoring the Owasso High School and Corona High School Students of the Week. Now that you're getting back to normal, that feels more... Well, you know, normal. You can start doing the things you love, like visiting family, going to dinner, or just enjoying the natural beauty of the area. If one of those drives happens to leave you in the crash zone, call Joe's Body Shop in Perry. They'll use a frame straightener powered by Sonai technology to put your frame back to factory specs, including paint match. Just like that. Ada bing, ada boom. Your car is fixed. Get out and enjoy a whole lot of normal. And remember, great service you can trust is normal for Joe's Body Shop. Call 517-625-6340 for Joe's Body Shop in Perry. The quality is no accident.
Are you or someone you love suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, trauma, or addiction? Cedar Creek Hospital offers a comprehensive approach in mental health and psychiatric needs from evaluation to diagnosis and treatment of a wide range of disorders. They offer inpatient programs for adolescents and adults in a stable, nurturing environment. Cedar Creek Hospital is experienced with crisis stabilization. The psychiatrists, licensed professional therapists, nurses, and behavior health care staff are available 24-7 to answer questions and assist in referral services. Cedar Creek Hospital provides homemade meals for their patients and utilizes a nutrition therapy group to help them develop the skills for long-term recovery and optimum mental health. Their staff is trained in clinical options as well as alternative care like guided meditation and sensory modulation. Cedar Creek Hospital can work with community resources to help patients receive continued support after they leave the facility. Take the first step to wellness. Contact Cedar Creek Hospital, located at 101 West Townsend Road in St. John's. Call 989-581-2437 or visit cedarcreekhospital.com. With limited exceptions, physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. In an emergency, please call 911. Agriculture is the driving force behind Michigan's economy. Every weekday morning starting at 5.40 a.m., tune in for Brownfield Ag News for America. You'll get morning national ag headlines, also Michigan agribusiness news, along with dairy updates, morning livestock report, managing for profit, and healthy living. Brownfield Ag News for America programming is brought to you by Steiner Tractor Parts in Lennon and Z92.5 The Castle. We're wired for sound. And I'll be variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. Z92.5 The Castle.
Forget about me. 
1925 The Castle. Our music is specifically designed to keep you going at work. It makes you feel good about being at work. Your number one choice for an upbeat variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. Z92.5 The Castle. Loving can hurt Loving can hurt sometimes But it's the only thing that I know When it gets hard You know it can get hard sometimes It is the only us feel alive. We keep this love in a photograph. We make these memories for ourselves. Where our eyes are never closing, hearts are never broken, time's forever frozen still. So you can keep Wait for me to come. 
come home 